Welcome to our Rollmaster actual play session. Ain't no place for a hero to campaign sets in the world of Duranaki, the continent of men. A gritty, cutthroat world where politics, sorcery, religion, and commerce are all intertwined and reign supreme. Treachery and murder both come cheap and characters need to be both smart and ruthless to survive. We hope you enjoy our story, and, as always, may the dice roll in your favour. This is episode 79 of Ain't No Place for a Hero. Having now escaped the eerie tropical island, our heroes have decided to seek more information about their mission from the retired diplomat Ningwen. We pick up the story as the hero party venture into Ningwen's home, which is under attack. Hello, I'm Chris, otherwise known as GM Chance. And welcome to our story. These are the characters, the six characters that will thrill us, delight us, and entertain us tonight with their antics. What will happen with the session, I wonder? Uh, in a minute or so, I'm going to ask each one of the players that uh, play these characters to introduce the characters they're playing, and then also ask, uh, sorry, answer a character development question. Earlier in the week, I sent out uh, three or four questions out to all of the players to, to mull over and think over, and then we answer a couple of questions off camera, and then we answer, as we're about to in a second, so the players answer uh, in a second one of these questions. The questions are designed to probes, uh, provoke some thoughts, some further insights, some, um, yeah, some, some different ways of thinking about the character that, that, uh, that the players are playing, both for their own benefit, for my benefit as a GM, and also for their fellow players. Before I do, two very quick notes. The first is a, a massive thank you again uh, to uh, our loyal viewers and, and the people that watch this channel. Um, I've, I've just been blown away. I, I do the uploading and the, um, the social media bits and bobs around this channel, and I'm constantly blown away by the generosity and the kindness that people offer. Um, they give us compliments, they, they give us tips, they give us suggestions of things we can improve, but they just show interest in our story. This is our hobby after all, this is something we do for fun, and it's really nice to be able to share it with the world. So thank you, one and all, and fantastic that we've got people that are having fun and, and enjoying what we do. Uh, the one request um, is if you are enjoying it, if you get something out of it, find yourself laughing, or if you find yourself getting invested in the story, or if, as a GM, you learn something, um, something that you can use for your game, please, our request to you is, uh, oops, a like, or even better, a subscribe down below. A couple of seconds from you, clicking a mouse button really does make a big difference to the channel, and it helps other people find our story. Thank you. The other thing to note as well is this is episode 79, I think. We started episode 1 um, way back in... July 2020 um, we weren't recording at that stage we only started recording about six months ago so to fill people in of what's happened previously in the story 
Uh, again, down below in the description of this video is a link to a five-minute overview of just a, a flavor of what the story is about um, and, and what's going on behind uh, previously. And then there's a, 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 a slightly longer, lots of images, not a lot of reading, but um, a really nice uh, PDF, which explains a bit more. So if you want to kind of catch up on what's happened previously, have a look at those two links down below. Righty-ho, let's get moving. First to introduce uh, their character tonight is Alex. Take it away, Alex. Kia ora, my name's Alex and I play Keros. Uh, she's a really cool character to play. She is a North woman. She's quite childlike in appearance and maybe emotionally as well. She's a bit emotionally labile, hard on the sleeve, um, strong moral compass, sort of social justice. Um, orientated kind of person. Um, she's a storm mage, and it, which is really fun. So she gets to do some cool stuff like throw some shock bolts and ice bolts and build some ice walls, which helps, you know, when you're stranded on an island and about to die of thirst. Um, just the picture of everyone lining up and licking an ice wall just brings me joy. Um, <laughs> She uh, she has a wee companion called Victory, who is a very important part of the team. Victory was rescued um, earlier on in the piece, um, and the whole team contributed to that, which was amazing. So Victory trots along next to us. Um, yeah, and she's got uh, yeah a, a range of really cool spells, and yeah, she just tries her best. So yeah, pretty cool character to play. So the question I'm going to answer is, what is a positive trait or habit about another party member that your character likes and why? Um, well, Keros just loves everything and everyone. Um, and this might be an unusual um, an unusual like, but she really admires Mithan, which I know is going to shock people because they're chalk and cheese. She doesn't particularly like Mithan as a person, but she really admires how Mithan is just 100% herself. There's no rubbish. She's not a people pleaser, which Keros is, and she just really doesn't care what other people think. And I think Keros is at the stage now where she's starting to be a bit more selfish um, or trying to be. And, yeah, she just admires – she sees that as a positive trait, not a negative, although obviously it has sometimes negative consequences. Um, yeah, so she really admires Mithan. Thank you very much. Thank you. Who next? Alex, uh, I'll go. Oh, you're going to choose who uh, goes next. Go for it. Go for it, Graham. Oh, right. Uh, yes, uh, I'm Graham, and I'm playing two characters in this game, the first of whom is uh, Neathanol. And um, have we got a screen up, Chris? Oh, I thought I did. Yes, yes, there was a screen up. Uh, can others yeah. see that? I can. Yes. Yes, I've got it. I might do a restart in a minute. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, Neathanol, she is a elf and um, uh, is a, a red-headed elf who is a, um, a class... Uh, of of character profession called a magent, which mixes um, sneaky skills with fighting skills with spell skills, um, and she's quite an intense 
woman um, who, yeah, is, is quite intelligent. She speaks a whole heap of languages, um, quite complex in her religious beliefs. And uh, <clears throat> one of her sort of key traits is to attempt to stab people in the back. Um, that's <laughs> what she enjoys most, uh, really, about life. Um, for that reason, I think if we she had a catchphrase, I think it would be, I've always got your back, which is something she... <laughs> She might say, uh, just with a little wry smile to herself. Um, second character, Etienne. Uh, he is also a bit of a religious fundamentalist. Um, however, on the other side of the coin is all about love. Um, he worships Aphrodite. He is a genitrist, a holy warrior, and a follower of Aphrodite. He was a half-elf, uh, strikingly beautiful man, uh, extremely charming, Tends to melt hearts, melt hearts for the, wherever he goes, and he's a he's a, a good good old sod, really. He's um, got very uh, strong values about um, uh, you know um, supporting people's kind of freedom and interests and liberty uh, to be themselves, and um, certainly takes a very dim view of incarceration, slavery, or any kind of oppression. Uh, likewise, a catchphrase, well, he's got a lot, to be fair, he's spouting this stuff the whole bloody time, he's quite, you know, he's got, he's caught up in verse most of the time, and he's, he's often muttering under his breath and often shouting out as he goes into combat. I guess if there was one phrase that he kind of thinks sums it all up, it's, love has the face of a goddess, but the talons of a lion, and that's, that's Etienne there. Love that, love that. He's also very sadly uh, missing a hand at the moment. Which there is that, but we don't like to mention it. We don't. Um, who's next? Graham, you get to pick. Uh, I shall pass over to our Demos. Um, kia ora, I'm Mason and I play Demos. Um, he's uh, uh, so he's a big, big, beautiful. Um, Mixed man, um, very kind, very loyal, um, not great at talking, not the best communicator, um, but he's a great fighter and um, will look after the party for as long as he can. He really enjoys the company and um, he's liked kind of the, how they've been very welcoming to him since he joined because he's a relatively new recruit. Um, yeah. So his question, uh, what is a positive trait or habit that another party member, about another party member that your character likes and why? Um, he really likes how um, Kiros kind of advocates for everyone, like particularly those who can't do it themselves or just don't know how to do it for themselves. Um, it reminds him a lot of the, the princess that he used to look after and he thinks there's such an important place in the world for people like that. Um, he, yeah, it's just something he really admires and he thinks there's a real strength to to, to being able to, to do that and to speak up for people because he's not he's not great with his words, so he just he doesn't know how to kind of do it himself. So he thinks it's really admirable and just like really cool and amazing. Lovely. Yeah. Thank you. And there is only one last left to go. Go pee. 
<laughs> Kia ora, um, Peter. Um, that was a yeah, lovely comment, um, Demos. Um, uh, and I'm playing. I'll be playing two characters. The first one is Leif, who is a half elf warrior mage. So he uses his long sword and shield when he's fighting, but can also use magic when he's got enough power points, which he doesn't at the moment. Because um, <laughs> they do. Because we've been on. We've been. We've been going for non-stop for a while now. We've started sort of this run of activity on the on the island, and we haven't had sleep since then. So, um, yeah. Um, a few of us might be down in PowerPoints. He's a really friendly guy, and um, yeah, just he, he cares about people. Um, uh, the question I'm going to answer for him is, what is a creature or foe that your character has already faced that frightens them in most, and why? Um, it, easily, the, the scariest thing was when we um, were up in Kropelin, in the north of the, this world, and um, these portals opened, and celestial and de- demonic creatures came out and started to just destroy our party. <laughs> like, literally. And there was nothing we could do. We were, very, I mean, we, we, can, we attempted to fight them, but it was so quick and we were powerless to stop them. I think actually two of our party, I think, had actually died. But then, luckily, other portals opened up and other celestial and demonic beings came through and fought the other ones off and restored our dead members to health. But that was a really scary um, experience because we were so powerless to stop to, to defend ourselves, but also it was so out of the blue and still don't quite get the connection. That's still, a, for, for Leif and, and with them, still a huge question about what what's that connection to our party. Um, the other character I'm playing is Mithan, and um, thank you to Kieros for that um, comment about Mithan. Yeah, she's... Yeah, she 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 lives her own life and <laughs> isn't a friendly person. She she is a um, a ranger, uh, very quite a tall and ungainly sort of woman, and she's yeah just not a people person. She's that's part of her personality, but also through bad experiences and yeah, um, yeah the history has has not been good. Um, in which case, is that her her catchphrase um, would be sort of a flat look. At someone, and I don't care, you know. And they're sort of lucky to get words from her, if, you know. Just will tend to walk away. I mean, more and more, she's warming to this party, and because um, there's loyalty and there is care, overt caring, you know, we put our put our lives on the line for each other, and so you know that doesn't go unnoticed. Yep, excellent. Thank you very much, one and all. There we have it, gentle viewer. Those are our six heroes for the session. Before we kick off, uh, a bit of a recap, please. Pete, Graham, Mason, Alex, take it away. I'll pop up some images from time to time as well. Cool. In the session before last, we arrived on the island of Darn to try and connect with someone called Ningwen, a retired politician or diplomat. Um, and we'd got to the base of her tower, of this tower and found that they were her um, residence was under attack. Um, and in last session, we... Oh, well, sorry, in the session before, we'd also discovered sort of the nature of the attack was probably the, um, the TCOS people, these... Um, the, the UPP uh, political movement people, the spies, the, the, you know, our... our yeah, Irini Chonta and some nasty people, particularly... Uh, Professor Urswick or Torvash Kanali 
who had us tortured. So we discovered who was attacking uh, Ningwen. And in last session, um, uh, Keros and Neathanol were invisible and went flying up to see if they could ascertain what was happening in the, in the large tower. Did, do, you want, do you want to describe what happened, Graham? Sure. I think we, we took off um, up the smaller of the towers on the left there, and we were trying to sort of get a sense of peeking in and seeing what was going on. Didn't hear anything in there. Followed the bridge across, as you can see, nothing really going on there. A few dead people, however. Uh, signs of a recent battle, which we expected. Uh, top tower on fire. Um, when that was actually where we intended to go, uh, we thought that perhaps Ningwen would retreat up to the top there. However, we heard sounds of fighting from behind the tower. And so we deviated and went around. And there's an, a bit round the other side of the tower is another very slender bridge like the one you can see on the left. That one extending into the cliff face on the right. Um, at which point, uh, given the battle seemed to have moved on past the tower and, and there didn't seem to be much going on between where we left the rest of the party and where we had flown to, uh, Neathanol and Keros, both invisible and flying, elected that perhaps it was wise to go back for the party. So Neathanol landed on the bridge and remained there and advanced to investigate. Karios returned to raise the rest of the party. And meanwhile, the rest of the party, Nathan and the Swati, snuck down to the, the pathway down to where we assumed this raiding party, these troops had come from and saw that there was a reserve force down on the beach with the boat and quite a large reserve force so we decided we weren't going to go and try and steal ships to find a way off the island or sort of ambush them, too many. Um, we went back up and there was a dying man, one of the um, attackers, um, and listened to him, Joran, and he had described how actually many of his companions were killed in their assault in the on the on the tower. Um, I think it was through murder holes and caught between two portcullises and fire, tar or burning oil had been dropped on them. So not not, not a nice situation. So that changed our mind, the rest of the party's mind about um, about venturing into the tower, and because the, their numbers were obviously had been reduced. So at, at about that point, Kiros came back and and passed on the same message. Let's let's get in there actually. Um, so yeah, we. Went up through the smaller tower, went across the bridge, went through the lower parts of the large tower and have come out the other side um, and are now on the bridge where we believe that uh, we in the vicinity of where we left uh, Neathanol. Perfect. Thank you very much. Anything else to add uh, by anybody else? Great summation, I think, guys. Oh, alrighty. Start the game. Perfectly described. Thank you. So, if you imagine, and I'm not sure actually if Demos, you saw, um, or maybe you did, Mason, if you saw this, but if you imagine the tower, the first tower that you came up, and yes, as described, you, you came through and you found these um, these people that had been caught in murder holes. What is a murder hole? For those that don't know, they, d they were defensive uh, defenses in castles. Basically, 
holes above and you'd try to trap people as happened in this case with two portcullises two gates that came down either side and then the people up above chuck horrible things at you so tar boiling water boiling um red hot sand was another good trick um spears rocks whatever all right so as just describing this is the tower oops no you can't see this was the tower that you came up you went along the bridge you went uh through this quite beautiful quite palatial complex some of the rooms that you went through like this i mean and increasingly as you go through by the way the the rooms that you you go through are, are increasingly more um almost organic like they start off very um marbled and quite structured and and, and um uh very human in their design and then increasingly the further you go along so coming out to the bridge increasingly there's more um organic things so pieces of um uh artwork or balustrades which look more and more like forest or um trees or or actually in like such as that image there actually having parts of foliage growing up inside inside the complex so so the, the the styles kind of blend into 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 one as you go through so coming through uh coming through this complex you've come out to the other side and, and as you came through these various rooms you came out to about here um sorry a bit further along i should say and all of this was one gigantic tunnel so you went through lots and lots of different rooms as you investigated down here you could definitely smell uh, um, uh smoke from your presuming the the burning complex above you um you didn't see any flames uh but you, you thought you might have distantly heard some uh, the sound of um quite a large fire burning somewhere uh once you'd gone through this this complex of different rooms you then came out to a pretty straight pretty long tunnel which you would estimate kind of started around there and came all the way out and exited here just hopefully where the cursor is you can see the cursor i'm assuming yes right um quite a nerve-wracking tunnel to go down because it was one straight line there was really nowhere to hide nowhere to you know no deviations there were a couple of small side passages that went off but they ended up being dead ends um quite nerve-wracking to come out of there but you you finally got to the other end of it and you found yourself um we find yourselves i should say everybody bar neathanol in almost like a um a small crater a small um yeah a crater a dowel a, a um probably the best description and this is a side view of it so if you imagine that that bridge there continues all the way along and again we're seeing a side view of it and yes there is a bridge that goes along to a, a building that's now right in front of you and i'll come to the building in a second uh and the building is supported by one set of columns two sets of columns and then at the other end there is this quite beautiful almost baroque baroque style um uh building um that, that is set into the rock face the rock by the way is very very tall i should have uh, drawn this last time we'll draw it here what color is it black it continues up so this crater 
uh, oops, continues up and up and up like this. Very, very tall. Um, so you're standing here. The, the building in front of you has a glassed roof, from what you can see. Uh, it, it's, um, it's not... It's frosted glass, so you can't see inside it. Over here is the bridge. Here are your characters, all except Neathanol, who of course is not with you. Just zoom out a smidge. There we go. So the bridge there behind, just where Neathanol is, goes into the uh, into this long tunnel, this slightly nerve-wracking tunnel that you went down. And in front of you is this uh, is this building. And uh, Keros, you you saw actually, you would have seen from your your flying ventures with Neathanol some 15, 20 minutes earlier that beyond this building is another bridge. Yep, and beyond that bridge. Not far beyond that bridge is that rock wall there. Does that make sense? So you're on this bridge. You're at this end. You're you're right, right here, and this building set um, on on pylons. Now the the distance down to the ground is quite a drop. 150, maybe 200 foot. And directly below you is gardens, and you can see a couple of fountains, etc. There, um, reasonably wild gardens. So a lot of the jungle that you've been going through, this, you know, it's it's quite. It hasn't been that well tended. Um, it has reasonably been reasonably well tended here, but not, uh, you know, not for not um, for the majority of this crater. So that's where we're going to begin, and we'll hand talking stick over particularly to um, Demos and Keros. Your characters have just come out. The distance between uh, this the structure in front of you is uh, 160 foot, 170 foot. Um, you can see here in front of you that there are stairs. So you, you come along the, the bridge and there are stairs that go up and up, uh, there are these um, uh, uh, circular parts of the building, and there are two double doors. Um, and you can just make out that one of them is slightly ajar. That's where we begin. What happens, please, guys? Do we feel like the bridge is fairly solid? Yes. Yep, well made, solid. Um, it's very, very similar to this one. Uh, not as high. This one here is much, much higher, obviously. Um, the other thing about this bridge, the one that you're on, is it doesn't have a roof. But otherwise, similar construction. Pretty wide, as you can see there. It's wide enough, easily wide enough for four characters to stand across it. Um, and yes, it's it's well constructed. It's uh, you know, it's 15 foot wide. Pretty, pretty big. I think we should just go and have a nap in the gardens and see if there's some berries and like frolic <laughs> and make daisy chains and forget our 
Okay. To get our troubles. Sure thing. <laughs> um, oh, we should probably have a little natter. Okay. With a, we've got a door that's partially open. It's never a good sign, I think, in this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what time of day is it? Uh, yeah, good point. It's If you remember when you arrived on the Isle of Dan, you, you came on the... Um, one of the longboats from the ship that, that took you there. Uh, Nathaniel, you had an interesting incident with a, mem- a person from your past. Um, when you arrived, it was very late afternoon. It's not it's not quite dusk yet, so it's still daylight, but just. You'd imagine in the next hour or so, it, it will be full twilight and then dark after that. So very late in the day. The shadows are definitely lengthening. Probably need to decide what we're going to do for the evening. Which side are we going to cross the bridge? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be keen for a chat. Okay. As we know, Keras does not make smart decisions in this world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Demos, what do you think? I mean, we 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 because we need to we definitely need to speak to 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 Ningwen, so. Also, yeah, just conscious of powerpoints. Um, I mean, I feel like we should just—I think we should just head over. Okay, great. Albeit cautiously, but uh, yeah, I'd be... <laughs> you'd want to talk to the party first. Okay. Yeah. Can we do some perception perception rolls, maybe? Yeah. That sounds good. Yep. Sure. Give me some rolls, guys. Uh, just give me two seconds while I bring up a those. All right, let's start with Demos. Demos, what's your perception, please? What is your role and what's your perception? Actually, better yet, if you guys could can can do the mental calculations or if you've got a calculator and just give me the final... Uh, actually, no. Oh, hang on, because these are masked. Sorry, take that back. Take that back. Take, take that back. Take that back. Take that back. Of course, they're masked. Demos, what, what was your role, please? Um, rolled a 55. You. And his perception is... Uh, plus 40. 40, okay. Excellent, lovely. Uh, moving on through, Keros. Uh, Keros rolled a 54. Yep. And her perception is 36. Cool. Lovely. Uh, Leif? Uh, Leif rolled a 71. Mm. And his perception is 40. Okay. And Nathan? Nathan rolled a 51. Yep. And her perception is 75. Cool. Um, and then lastly, Etienne, please. 
Keith in Roland, 93. Are you with us, Graham? Just merrily talking to myself. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Pete is entirely correct. Plus 15. Cool. Okay. Um, so, all of you are peering, looking, listening, sniffing uh, around. Um, yeah, no one, no one really... Notice, no one sees anything specifically that I haven't already described um, about the building in front of you, uh, other than yeah, just noticing that it's got this this door open at the top. You obviously don't can't see the full door because uh, if you can see on screen, there are a set of stairs going that way, a set of stairs going that way, and then there's a balcony up here, um, a, a solid stone balcony. Uh, so you can see kind of half of half of the doors, the upper half of the doors, and yes, one of those doors is is open. Um, about the only other things to note, uh, Mithan and um, it and Demos, you you're pretty sure you both heard there the very distant sounds of combat. Um, a scream, certainly. Nathan, um, you're certain about that. And Demos, you think you might have heard a scream uh, or a yell. You can't determine which. And and the clash of metal. And the direction that it has come from is indeed the other side of this building, further across this bridge. So again, into this um, quite beautiful Baroque building here. Oh, one last thing that you do note as well. Um, and it's it's uh that you spot it you see wisps of smoke coming out of this baroque building here on the other side other than that nothing and certainly nothing to note about the building in front of you what do you do uh, methane will pass her observations on to everyone okay yep what happens the suggestion from Demos was to go forward and to investigate. Do you follow that up? How do you do it? I think we need to think about sleeping and where we're going to be at night time. Um, I don't know. Do we sleep on a bridge? Do we sleep in the foliage across the way? Um, yeah, that's what Karis would be thinking. And PowerPoints. <laughs> it would be nice for a game PowerPoints, definitely. Yeah. But it would be also nice to meet up again with Neathnal. Yeah, totally. Kind of left her somewhere. Yeah. Hopefully alive. Well, she got introduced at the start of the game, so I'm hoping she's still alive. <laughs> I, what What was Kiros's understanding of, of the communication? Was it that we were to come up and sort of find Neathanil again? That was the expectation? Yes. Was it? Okay, yep. so we've got at yeah, least Yeah, bring the party that. back together, yep. Yeah, okay, so we've got at least to do that. Okay, so what, what do you do? I think, I think we should pull weapons and move across the bridge, personally. Yep. Okay. Cool. Happy to have Leif and, what, Etienne in front? Is, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I think that's been our sort of order. Leif and Etienne in front. Demos behind with his long weapon. And then Nathan and... With her, with her bow and Kiros. Yeah. Does that work? Yep. Okay. Yep. And you start... Kiros will have his sword. Yep. Start heading heading your way across. Okay. Watching, looking, listening. Um, yeah. About here, 
there's there's quite a loud clang of metal um distant very very distant uh you all hear it this time and it's coming from um beyond over here this kind of baroque building you all hear it uh you continue walking across the bridge you get to here um graham i am mindful of um the message you sent as well uh once you're once you're here what do you do please If you say they're fountains, those two round structures either yeah, side there? but 150 foot down. Ah, oh, so, so there's no water at the top? But not that you can see. Um, so if you imagine these are down on the ground 150 foot below you, uh, there's a set of stairs which go up here, and obviously you can't see what's on top of here, and a set of stairs that, that go up here. You can see a round bit of this building here, the outline of this building here, the double doors as described, this balustrade here, stone balustrade, and um, there's a there's a balustrade there, stone balustrade there. But yeah, the, the fountains are uh, 150 foot below you. Or, yeah, sorry, I missed that. The fountains and the garden, is that right? Yes, yes, yes. The oh, fountains oh, and sorry, the I completely missed that. So it's just the building up in the air, Correct. not the green stuff. Correct. Sorry, I missed that. Oh, no. yeah, no, Correct. no, no, Correct. that's so not if, much clearer. So if you go to here... The, the yeah. fountains are here. Yeah. You guys are on the bridge up here. Yep. Does that make right. sense? Yep. So there's no way to get down to the gardens at all. Uh, Both those stairs go to the top of that structure. Correct. Not one goes down to the... So we, correct. We can only go through the building Correct. Correct. Okay. Or up. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Correct. So they go uh, up. I was thinking we could... Go yeah, go around the garden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I wonder if we should. I don't know how smart it is. Separate a couple go one up one side and a couple go up the other away from the open doors to check out what's on top. Or do we just go in through the doors? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the doors are up on top. Yes. Yes. Oh, so, oh, so to... sorry. I feel like I'm going towards the doors. Sorry. Oh, so to explain again. You are down Sorry. At, at a. That's all right. It's all good. You're down at a lower level here, at the level of the bridge. Yes, the bottom step is here on the bottom on on the bridge. You would walk up here to get up here. So this is the top part of the stairs, and this is the top part of the stairs. There is a balustrade above you at the top part of the stairs, and on the same area where the balustrade is. There's one door, two doors. Yep. Does that make more sense now? Yep. Thank you. Yep. Well, we've got no choice but to go up, right? Yeah. Do we split or do we go one side? Should we stay together? I think <laughs> <And> what, <laughs> just, what, just in case. I mean, are the stairs wide enough for us to stay together? Uh, let's look. I mean, they look. They look it. Uh, two two people could go up, yeah. Yep. Yep. And we're in a we're in a two by one by two. Yes, yeah, same formation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which side do we want? Left. Looks good. Left, okay, left of this. So you, you cautiously go up, get to the top. 
um, you get a much you know you're, you're that much taller again probably another 15 20 foot up up here you see for the first time uh, there are some seats here um, there's a small fountain here and a small fountain here uh, there are windows uh, here and um, windows here 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 and you can't see around that side uh, and at this moment, Graham, can you just check out um, Nethanol's channel, please? Uh, oh, we can see your channel. Uh, you can. Thank you. Lovely. <laughs> Thank you. I always do that. I always do that. You can't see it now, however. Um, oh, Pete, you're so honest. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> uh, just going into your channel now. Um I want, what are those windows? Are they like a glass house or a... Well, it's got a glass roof, hasn't it? But I want to know, but the glass roof was frosted. Oh, I don't know about these windows. Like domes. So I wonder if the mm. dome of it is frosted and whether those windows... Might be clear. Also, I mean, my picture, I'm picturing us being flipping the party, wouldn't we? We'd have <coughs> Leif and Etienne closest to the doors, right? Yes, please. Yeah, yeah, we would have gone up the stairs and just, just mind that detail, but just in case. Important, though. <laughs> Very important. Just come, just come and go. And... Yeah, see, DJ Chance typing. <laughs> have a little rest on the seats, enjoy the gardens. Mm. Hopefully someone brings out cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, what do you do? I think it's oh, sorry. Just just a minor detail. We'd be switched around, Chris. Okay. We would have come up the stairs with the the com the melee fighters at the front. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Okay. Not a, not um, it might be a biggie. Might be a very big biggie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the melee fighters are yep. People so you would people with a few more hits, perhaps. Yep. So bang, <laughs> bang. Bang, bang. Okay, um, that's interesting, Graham. It's very interesting. Well, yeah, it could be worse. <laughs> it could be worse. Could be. Uh, what's her bonus again, please? One, one, four. You. Have you done another one of your stellar rolls? Oh, I tell you what, I'm having an absolute mare. Here. Jesus. <laughs> There's something about this room that doesn't really agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just. Oh. You've had rot, rotten luck. Rotten uh, luck. And it continues. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm just. Well, you know, oh. Oh. oh, um, I can hear a sound <laughs> going on. Must try harder. Red, 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 red biro.
Okay. Um, all right. Describe what the party outside the door do, please. Oh, that's uh, immediately Graham? Oh, uh, in good, you know, uh, when she has a full turn to do so. Okay. She doesn't wait for any anything else to happen first? No. Just right. when, you know, she's got a full, you know, full complete turn. All right. So she's, okay, so there's no other tr- kind of trigger event for her or, or whatever? Okay. No. Okay. Cool. Um, I, cool. Well, I, let me know when you want me to talk. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, let's. Let, let, I'll just go to the the other, the rest of the party first. What do Leif and what what does the rest of the party do? So you're up at the top of the stairs. Nothing has. Yeah, you haven't seen or heard anything from anywhere. What do you do? I'd like to sneaky look through the windows, like stealth. Um, did so. They're domed, are they? That looks to me like a dome top, which is frosted. Did you say? Yeah, the entire roof is kind of frosted, frosted glass, yes. And the windows around the side, are they frosted? That's a really good question. Uh, the answer is no. <laughs> the, the answer is, I actually don't know. I'm going to say the rest of it is. I'm going to say there is a 25% chance the windows are frosted. Exclamation mark R space D100. If I roll 25 or under, they're frosted. If I don't, they're clear. Oh, hang on. Actually, oh, no, oh, no. Uh, I've, yeah. No, you did. You saw through them. Yeah. No, they're not frosted. They're not frosted. So, Kiros, you'd like a you'd like a stalk up here, is that right? Don't yeah, I don't to have do. a don't want Methan to do yeah, that. Actually, yeah. I don't have a stalk and hide. Yeah, good 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 plan, yeah. team. Where do you go, yeah. Methan? Uh, which, which which window were you suggesting, Kiros? Sorry, because you're leading uh, this. Uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the closest, I think. The closest. Yeah. Okay. It's round, right? So, yeah. So Mithan, give me, a, give me a... I mean, you've all made some noise coming up the stairs, so up to you whether you want to make us talk or not. It's kind of immaterial. A, a Should we just do a perception, maybe? Up to you, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, we haven't been quiet exactly, have we? No. Give me wrong. No. Oh, uh, 26. 26. Mast, of course. 75. Thank you. This is looking and listening, isn't it? Yes, of course. No, it's everything. 75. Cool. All right. Uh, and Graham, once I resolve this for Mithan, you're good to go in a second. Um, so, yeah, you look in. Uh, realistically, what could you see? Not a floating neathanol. Not a floating neathanol. Uh, <laughs> you, you see... Where is she looking? Yeah, there we go. So you look in... There. Yeah. So you see, it's your field of vision, kind of like that. It looks like a really nice Art Deco hotel, which you should take me for dinner in. <laughs> is, is that addressed to the party? I mean... Carol's <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. like to be wooed. <laughs> uh, yeah, fr- from that vantage point, I'm probably being a bit generous with what she can see. But, um... Yeah, uh, sorry. Um, Mithan, peering through, you can see... Uh, yeah, quite a beautiful room. It's got a couple of uh, um, a line of pillars here that you can see, 
a line of pillars here. There's quite a beautiful garden in the center. There's um, a set of stairs, which, so that's the high point here, and they go down. There are only three stairs, very small. There's another set of stairs that go up here, and you can see another set of stairs which go, you probably can't see the stairs, but you can see a balcony um, over here. The very end of the room, she can see from that angle, yeah, I guess she can, kind of like a dais area and uh, two double doors at the end. Um, that's that's all she can see at the moment. And right now, Ethanol, go, go, Ethanol. Uh, so she'd like to um, attempt, um, can, I, can I speak freely? Yes, you can. Uh, she would like to attempt an ambush, please. Thought you might. Uh, just coming, just coming, just coming. Ethanol and that guy. Cool. And roll the attack. And she may as well, uh, just because she can, do a quiet kill. If indeed that is what eventuates. If it doesn't, obviously it's not relevant. Yep. But um, other than that, yeah. Cool. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. Okay. So this is stabbing from behind with a short sword. Uh, she gets surprise. So I'm going to give you plus 20 for surprise. She gets a rear attack. Uh, roll the dice, please. 82. Bring oh, it on. Just when you needed a good roll. Yeah. Okay. Um, that, he, does, he, on, does, he doesn't get any... Doesn't get any DB because uh, he's completely unaware of this. That is a monstrous um, 200 and uh, 248 was the final roll. Let me just and there's definitely going to be overkill here. And remember, we're applying these new overkill rules, so everything over over 150 divided by 10, you add that on to your critical. Could be quite devastating. Uh, short sword on armor type 10. Six. Okay. Um, so you do. Twenty-six hits in a uh, an E, definitely, and a. So how many hits? Uh, just coming. Twenty-six, two six Wait. hits. Thanks. And an E and a C. You also get uh, divided by ten. In addition to your um, to your ambush, because you would definitely get ambushed because you approached uh, unsuspectingly, um, you get plus nine to your critical. Uh, round it up, actually, plus ten to your critical. What's your ambush, please? Uh, ambush is plus fourteen. Oh uh, no, no, no! It's the no. It's it's the number of ranks that she's got so the number of boxes yes for, yeah 14 she's got 14 boxes oh yeah she's been investing very oh heavily my in this 
Goodness. Okay. <laughs> so you get so to this roll, to both this roll and the C the C critical roll, you get plus twenty-four. Fourteen because of your ambush, and then ten because of the massive attack that you did. So any any critical roll you get plus fourteen to this. So the minimum this person's gonna take is twenty-five. Um roll your E crit please. 47. 47 plus 24 is 71. Uh, sl- okay, so you, you slash him, it says in the lower leg, probably not. Um, he's at, yeah, he's taken a major hit, and uh, he, you do him another eight hits. And then the C critical, please, this is going to take a second or two for me to adjust. By that, just give me one second while I set this because I need to do a separate attack on them. And whether it makes a difference or not, Graham, I think you're rolling in your private chat. Yes, uh, I am. Yes, um, yes, uh, I don't have to. Um, and the C, please. Again, you get plus twenty-four on this roll. Give me one, please. Forty-nine. 49 plus 24 is 73. Uh, yeah. Um, you do him another seven hits. Uh, he, he moves just at the very last second, unfortunately. Um, uh, but you've, you have done him a horrific injury. And he's, you know, he's clearly, clearly reeling from it. Um, you said you wanted to try to make it a silent kill. Yeah. Um, so give me a roll, please. From memory, this is 101 plus the success. Yeah. Yep, give me a roll. Okay. Oh, dear. Eight. Eight plus? But, well, it's a good plus, but not quite enough. Um, plus 86. Yeah, that's good, but not quite. Okay, uh, so he he screams in agony as Neathanel's blade strikes him from behind. Uh, all of you outside uh, hear the sound of someone cry out in pain and terror. What do you do? Uh, we'll go into we're into rounds actually, so. This is going to take a bit because there are quite a few up here, but that's all right. Um, okay. Uh, should have. Do, do I? Um... And, and just give me a second to think, please. Just a sec. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Neathnor, you've acted. Leif, uh, you're the first to act. You've heard a scream from inside. Uh, What do you do, please? Uh, Does he recognize the scream? He has a scream. Or male or female? Uh, Doesn't, I don't know. Do you want to take the time to roll a perception or listening to it? You hear a scream. You don't know. Yep, yep, yep. We'll take a 10% action. Okay, give me a roll. Uh, 46. This is not masked. 46 plus 40, uh, 86, probably male, but you can't be sure. 
that's good enough. Um, he will um, check with the rest, basically, just consult visually and then run run to the door, shield up. Yep. Which, which way is it crack? Is it opened? Uh, it's opened outwards. This, it's this one here. It's that one? Okay. Yep. Okay. So he runs to the door with his shield up. Cool. Yep. Uh, just want to check packs and equipment. What are you doing with your pack and equipment, Leif? Uh, he's he's unencumbered. Okay. Um, and he's not going to stand in the well. He's not going to want to stand in the doorway. He's want to look around the doorway first, and then if he's got more movement, he might move in depending on what he sees. All right. So he peers in. Uh, you see this. Uh, what else do you see from your? It's only a crack, so. Yeah, that's that's pretty much. Is that enough? Yeah, that's probably enough. You see, uh, standing up here, a bowman with a bow uh, trained on the door at the top of the stairs. Oh, any other actions for life that round? Round. Uh, um, uh, he'll to call behind him. There's a bowman in here. Okay. And um, yeah, he'll call to make sure you know someone's been stabbed. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> he goes yeah, somewhere in the area. <laughs> okay. Any other yeah. any other actions for you? No. Okay. Cool. No, he's well, yeah. Come. Next is Keros. Keros, what do you do? Um, so Keros has seen life do this. Mm-hmm. She will move over to his vicinity, but behind him towards the balustrade of the... That's a balcony, right? The, balustrade, balcony, yep. So tell me... Yeah, um, so like directly behind, Okay. but not like too close. <laughs> okay. And she doesn't need to prep because she's ready to go, but she will... She's, Yep, she's heard everything he said and she's just going to wait. Okay, done. Cool. Uh, next is is Etienne. Uh, well, um, Etienne will follow them. Uh, hear the scream and trot up um, to the door. And obviously, he can't go through the door anyway, can he? Uh, he Either could probably he could probably elbow his way past Leif and go through. Yep, if you wanted to. Uh, what's he what's he know? He, he's heard a scream. Everybody's heard that. Um, he doesn't have the knowledge of what Mithan has seen in here yet because he wasn't at the window. Uh, he's heard Nicholas. Uh, sorry, he's heard Nicholas. He's heard Leif say, "There's a bowman in here." That's as much as oh, he knows. Okay. All right. Well, he'll come up behind Leif and say, "What can you see?" Okay. Okay. Leif, Leif do you want to answer? Uh, if, uh, yeah, because I suppose he didn't use all his activity. He'll say, "No, a, no." Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a bowman trained on the door. Um, on what's that? A, a, a balcony, yep. top of the stairs, on top of the stairs to the right. Would you be able to see that? Yes, you would. Uh, I'm, I'm, giving, I'm being a bit generous there. I'm not sure if you'll be able to see him, but anyway, you have. Okay, okay. So it, it's in. Uh, you've you've only moved like a mat. The reason I'm being generous is you've only moved. You know what is that? It's like eight foot, so nothing. So you're now armed with a bit more information. Do you do anything else? Well, his, his weapon will certainly be out. I, I don't think it, um, Etienne, because obviously he's got the 
What has he got? He has got a shield. Has any got a? Yeah, he's got a wooden shield. You no, I think he, um, just a reminder: he can't use a shield because he doesn't have a hand. Oh, okay. Um, well, then he probably wouldn't go without a shield. Uh, he suggests that Mithan maybe shoots the bugger. Okay. Cool. Uh, just Can a quick just... no. Just a quick question for um, Keros. Keros, what are you doing with your pack? I think we discovered you were encumbered this time. I if, if the team have left it, have we left it in the pile somewhere? I, I'm asking we... you. Well, at this stage, uh, no, no one's done okay. anything with a pack. Um, so yeah, what do you do? She, she wouldn't have it if she's yeah. And if she's seen other team members drop their packs, she'd do the same. So at this stage, everybody has their pack on. Uh, what does she do with her pack? Oh, I thought life was unencumbered. Sorry. Um, he is. He was wearing a pack, but it doesn't weigh him down. Oh, I see. Oh, sorry. I got confused. I mm. thought that meant he would have dropped it. I don't know if she'd want her pack. I think she would have dropped it, to be honest. So dropped it, what, here? Oh, yeah, at the top. Maybe placed it nicely on one of those park benches. Done. Okay, cool. Yep. Done. Thank you. And Etienne? Cumberance? Um, uh, he doesn't have any uh, encumbrance. Cool. That's, so, fine. that's fine. Um, yeah, yep. that's not cool. worried. Yep. Cool. Uh, excellent. Next up is... Sorry, there are... This is going to take a second. Mithan, you're next. Um, she'll move up. She's got her bow on, uh, arrow on the string. Mm -hmm. Um... So, um, if uh, she's heard, oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, and so, by the way, she's unencumbered. She's, she has got her pack, and she is un unencumbered. Okay. Um, so, there's a bowman in there. She's happy to take a shot. What, how, how the, my impression is the door is only very narrowly open, so yes. she won't be able to shoot through that. And he uh, and, and if, same. If Leif gets out of the way, she could. Well, she'll, she would want to do that. She'll take her shot and then she'll move again. So she's not, yeah, okay. <laughs> move. Or she'll use her words. Yeah. So, so the distance there is she was at the window. That is a distance of seventeen foot. So she can quite easily move. If Leif is getting out of the way, he does. Um, yep. Mithan, this this guy has got a decent amount of cover. So you'll be shooting, and and you are shooting through quite a narrow gap. So there'll be minuses for both the cover that he's in. And the fact you've kind of got to find your target initially, yep. but once, but but you can move and shoot. Yep, she will do that, please. Cool. Uh, a roll, please. Oh, 87. Um, nice. I probably should have asked for. No, I will actually, and we'll take the 87 as the roll. Um, I'd like, I'd yeah, I'd like an orientation roll for you, just to kind of spot him, figure out where he is, you know, get your head around it. So it's a ten percent action, um, yep. as well. Eighty-seven plus your seventy-five, that's absolutely fine. So you've moved up to the crack of the door. Leif's given you instructions. You look up, you find your target. Now make your attack roll. Oh, sure. Um, Seventy-one. 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 As as mentioned, he does have some cover. Uh, and you're using O oh, 108, I believe. Correct. Yep. Uh, and activity to move. Um, 
71, yep. So even with cover, even with a bit of kind of movement, etc. from you, you still manage to do him a crit. Seven and an A puncture. Roll the critical, please. Shooting. Oh, 60. <laughs> 60, so close. Nice. Um, you, you clip him uh, uh, across the chest. Um, he is... Uh, Yep, he screams in pain. You do two hits, um, and he's kind of sent of it reeling. Nice shooting, Nathan. Had you not had um, the... Had you, and she moves out of the way. Yes. So in case people want to go through the door. Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, next up. Um, so the one in front of you... Uh, Nathanel does just does nothing. He's you know he he's kind of staggering and really not looking not looking good at all. Kind of half spins round towards you, drops his bow, starts kind of fumbling for a sword at his belt. But other than that, doesn't do much more. He's looking pretty wobbly, very wobbly. Um, coming guys uh and the one no can't see him that's okay Just, oh here we go demos um you've heard all that you've seen all that you've seen Nathan, take your shot and move out of the way. You're standing here. What do you do, please? Um, he'd he'd um he'd move over to where everyone else is. Yeah, oh, probably sort of behind Leif, in between sort of Leif and Nathan, but not in front of the door, like so they can still move in and out okay. and just I guess wait to be told what to do. <laughs> He can't decide what to do as well, of course. He doesn't like making decisions. Okay. Uh, and I think uh, that is it for the round. Excellent. Uh, next round. Uh, Neathel, you're next. So, um, <clears throat> she'd like to... Uh... Assume she can. There is a sort of um, slow wall to her left, right? Yes. So I guess she would like to... Uh, if she were to duck, does that keep her covered from the bowman on the opposite side? Um, depends how far down she ducks, yes. Well, I think she'd be conscious of that, because uh, she's fully aware that he's got a, an arrow and a bow. So she would like to get down low so she's got full cover from that guy, but then also stab the guy frothing on the floor. Well, he's he's still on his feet, by the way. The guy that you... Oh, actually... okay, right. I didn't, okay, all right. Yeah, he's, I didn't he's, that. No, he's still standing. Okay. Uh, can she position herself uh, between the the man she stabbed uh, on the other side of him so that she's, yep. he provides some cover? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I do. Um, he might, of course, move. Um, but but yes, at the moment, yes, you can. And what do you do? Stab him. Go for it. 
Um, cool. And I guess, um, could she allow for some movement to duck again if, if she does kill this guy? Yeah. Yep, so, um, so, um, So leaving something, you know, rapid, back. Yeah, rapid drop to the ground, 10%. Okay. So assuming, she's, you know, so she's attacking. Maybe she wouldn't do that if she doesn't, he doesn't fall over, of course. <laughs> Let me silly. Yeah. So, so um, you're keeping back 10% ready to drop just in case. So you're attacking with 90. Yep. Cool. So, give me a roll. 60. 60? Cool. Oh. Plus uh, um, 114. Sure thing. All right, you don't get rear and you don't get surprise, regrettably. Um, 60. Uh, still um, a, a decent, a very decent uh, 17 in an E. Roll the E, please. Eighty-five. Ooh. Um. So, Nathal, you decide not to stab. Uh. Instead, what you do is you cut off his hand. Hold still. <laughs> <laughs> and um, like he's fumbling for his sword, and she just sees the. She almost knows, just just a split reaction. And um, that, yeah, she just cuts his hand off, and he just I'll keep that <laughs> uh, And he just kind of stands there, um, blinking stupidly. Um, yeah, he just kind of, he doesn't even really even seem to react. He just kind of stands there, um, just looking days, doesn't do a thing. With that ten percent of movement. Then she will just position herself square. Uh, I think she'll still crouch. Yep. To get out of the way of the bow, should he decide to. So she'll still drop down. Okay. So she's uh, down. It doesn't look like this guy's going to do anything, but yeah. That's the ground. Done. Cool. Yeah. Um. All right. Keros, you're at the door. Uh, Nathan has um, fired a bow. What are you doing, please? Um, I'm probably just hanging in the back. Um, I just, I have my sword. I don't have my pack. I don't need to prep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going so, to hold back and wait, if that's okay. I don't want to get in the way. Sure thing. Not a lot I can do. She does still have a bow from memory. Kiros has both a composite, bo- uh, has composite bow and a long sword or broadsword I believe correct she's not very good at the bow and um, okay. I will say that she won't have it on her if that's okay she doesn't have the bow no I'd say she's got the sword and her hands so she's better with her bow or better with her sword out of interest I think she's better with her sword now I'm worried Oh no, she is. <laughs> She's better with the composite bow. No, look, I've made the call. She's got the long sword. Okay, so the so the yep. composite bow is over here on the on the seat. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. And yeah, we have some other very talented bow people. Okay, sure thing. So, yeah. 
Cool. Um, I meant to ask Demos before, last round. What did you do with your gear, Demos? I don't know if he has any. Okay. <laughs> Apart from his bear and his shield. Okay, we need, really need to sort him out, don't we? Next time he goes up a level, we're going to do that. Keros, we okay. haven't we haven't put Keros up a level, by the way. It wouldn't have mattered because she hasn't well, slept yet, but we still need to do that. We can do that maybe later on after sure. this. Sure, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, okay, coolio. All right, uh, Keros, you're hanging back. You've got the opportunity action depending on um, if, if something happens next. Uh, Leif, what are you doing? Um, I think he's just going to go in. Okay. Fling the door open and it's going to charge for that bowman. Well, not charge, charge. Run, run an attack if he can. All right. Shield up. Um, have a quick glance around the rest of the room as he as he goes. Okay. So ten percent perception as he runs. Yes. Yep. Okay. So. Um, well, actually, can I just check the distance? Yep. Sure. Uh, don't want to use that ten percent if it means you can't attack. <laughs> 30, 30 foot, but you've got to go up some stairs. So I would say you could move and attack this round. Um, with the with the distance to get up the stairs, you couldn't move, attack, and have a look around. Your call. Um, no, he wants to move and attack. Okay. Interesting. Very, very brave running into a building that you don't know. Okay, give me give me a roll, please. Uh, this will be a slightly harder roll because you're running up some stairs. And again, it's just the whole thing of, oh, whoops, did you slip? Did you stumble? Did you whatever? Um, and I'm going to say it's a... I'm going to say this is a mid... Uh, no, it's a light in this case. It's a light. Give me a roll, please, for your running. 59 plus 12. 9 plus 12, 71, 71, you make 90% of what you could normally run, so you don't run the full that you could, which means you run, what I'm going to say is you run as far as you can, so you get to your intended target, um, but you have, instead of plus 50 to attack with, you have plus 40 to attack with. Does that sound so fair? I can't uh, yep, but I, so I can't attack because an uh, attack has to be a minimum of 50. Correct, you're right. It does. Which is, which, is, which is fine. doesn't matter. I mean, he's up close to him. Okay. He's not going to be able to shoot him with the bow. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, yeah, so he might have a bit of extra movement, does he? Yes. And, and, instead of, yeah, so he might um, move around behind or move out of the way so if someone else is going to run in, then he's Leif's not standing in the way. Okay. So if, if he can manoeuvre yep. to get, to allow someone else a bit more room. Yep. Sure. And so, in fact, if he can manoeuvre, sorry, to, to put the bowman between him and the majority of the rest of the room. So move to here. Say. Yeah, that sort of thing. So if there is someone else in the room, yep. it's got makes it a more difficult target. All right. Cool. All right. Done. Uh done. But yes, well, well spotted that yes, you can attack. Correct. Oh, and actually, if he's got any movement left, sorry, um, and he can, he'd spend it on parry. Uh, no, I'm going to say that's him. Run, yeah, sure. Running. Uh, oh, no, hang on. No, no, true. No, 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 no. You, you, no? Um, no, good point. Uh, I would say you, you can parry at 30%. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, he'll take that. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, uh, what does this guy do? Um, so life, you've run run to there whoops yeah so he steps back with his loaded composite bow and shoots Leif shoots at Leif um Now, I will give you your parry, because you've got a shield. So you'd, you'd, you'd taken some of your parry off, which you were expecting to parry with a sword. Happy to put yep. that onto your shield. Cool, thank you. Uh, so I'll figure out what 30 of his OB is. Yes, please. That would be really handy. Does get a bonus, I think, because he's at point-blank range. Yes, he does. You're like five, just on the margin of being. Yeah, you're like right in front of him, five foot away. Um. So he gets a shield, and what's what's thirty percent of his parry? Uh, Thirty-two. Two. Done. Um. Whoop. So he he just steps to one side. Looses the arrow uh, into um, uh, at Leif. Um, thank goodness you had that shield, Leif. The arrow goes thunk. Hang on, hang on, we need a sound effect. Um, here we go. Thunk. Without the squishy sound at the back, it goes smack into the shield and quivers in the shield. Um, for his remaining, an attack is 50%. He has moved a little bit as well. For his remaining um, time, he bails and starts running down here. He gets to about there. Probably a bit generous. He gets to about there. All right. Uh, can, can, life, can life communicate that? that? Three, three words? Three words. Go for it. Running down the bel running down balcony. Done. And yelling that. Cool. Uh, next is... Just coming. They're ready to go through. Etienne. Um, you've just seen Leif run in. You've just seen the twang of a bow. And you've heard Leif shout out, top of his voice, running down balcony. What do you do? Well, he's not one to miss out on a charge. Mm -hmm. um, so charge. Cool. Comes in. A uh, bit more of the room. Well, you probably don't see much of the room. Um, again, orientation roll from you, please. 10% just to kind of take in your surroundings, figure out what's going on. And this is not masked. A whopping seven. Seven plus what's his perception? I think he kept his blinkers on. Yeah. Um, not good. 15. 15. Okay. 
Uh, I'm going to say, um, Etienne, yeah, you just you come and you can't. Maybe just at the wrong moment, this guy was behind a pillar. So, for example, as you came in, you didn't see him or, or something. You just don't know. There's someone running and someone running down a balcony. You, so you don't see this guy. What you do see, however, flipping around, is Neathanol here standing uh, behind a man up here. Uh, you also see a dead one of these guys lying... Yeah, I'll just show you on screen. This man is lying on the ground. That red dot. Um, yeah, so that that's all you take in for that, that time. You didn't spot anything when you, as you came in. It just, just didn't see what life is talking about. What do you do? Um, so I, uh, just trying to figure out what I knew before I ran in. I can't quite remember. Obviously, yep. You knew yeah, Bo sorry. Bo Bowman, Bowman trained on door or words to that effect and running down balcony. So you've come in, you've okay, had, so, yeah. you've had, you've had a look for someone running down a balcony. You just, you can't see them first off. You just can't, um, you just miss them or that they just happen to be running behind something at the sec at the moment that you came in. Didn't see them, first off. All right, well, I guess he'll continue running if he hasn't seen Mithan. Then he'll run towards Neathel. Run towards Neathel? Sure thing. Yep. Uh, give me a roll, please. Ninety-four. Fine. Uh, you barrel upstairs... And you see your companion standing there with a bloody sword and this guy's hand on the ground. Probably about it for you this round. Um, Etienne. Alright. Uh, Mithan. Taking a shot. You've heard Leif yell what he yelled. What do you do? Uh, she will... Uh, step in hmm? do the orientation if she can take a shot at the guy she will yep. otherwise she will step to the side and reload Done. give me a roll please uh, 35 35 plus 75 Five. Um, 110 you're one off a complete success I'm going to say she does and she also gets a um, a fuller view of the room, of the of the area. So, she probably focuses most of her attention on on uh, on this side. Um, so she comes in and yeah, she sees this guy belting his way down here. Now he's he's. Not in full view of her because he has got the balustrade or the the balcony, whatever you want to call it, um, uh, he, um, up to roughly his waist. Uh, she can take a shot. She would also get a rear shot. Well, rear, yeah, we'll call it a rear shot on him as well. Give me, give me a roll, please. Uh, how much of a how much of a negative to that shot 
I mean, has a ridiculous negative, is what I'm asking. Um, well, she only has 90% to act because she's come in and taken the perception role. Um, he, he would have half, half full cover, half, sorry, hard cover, which is negative 50 shot. Uh, so not ridiculous. She's got negative 20 to her shot because it's a snapshot as well. Uh, correct, correct. Because she, she didn't reload last round, she moved instead. Correct, correct. So, so negative 70 so, to the shot. But plus, 20, uh, plus 35 for a rear attack. Your yep, call. Yeah, okay, with that plus 35, yeah, she might as well. Okay. <laughs> yep. Takes the shots. Give, give me a roll, please. Roll to nine. nine. I don't think that's going to be hitting anytime soon. Um, so that's at negative... Um, even with even with um, Mithan's extremely good um, bow skills, no, the arrow just goes wide and goes sailing off over here. That's a miss. Yeah. Cool. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Sure thing. Yeah. Uh, Actually, next, can she, and actually, if she's got a word, can she point and say there for anyone who's coming in behind her? Okay. Or anyone behind her? Yep. Uh, Demos. Just heard Mithan say there. Hang on. Could he? Oh yeah, shit. Okay. Could he run? <laughs> Could he run in? How how far can he throw his spear? Uh, good question. <laughs> That's a really good question. Um, so a spear can be thrown a maximum. A normal spear can be thrown a maximum of fifty foot. You'd have a negative thirty to your roll. Um, wanting to get a distance, this guy is 50 foot away. Oh. Yeah, can he, so he, he'd, he'd, he'll, I, I guess, yeah, he'd run in and kind of get a gauge of how far away the guy is and then... All right. So, so Mithan has said there, just as, yep. as Demos is coming in, which helps with the orientation roll. Give me a roll, please, just to see if we can spot him. Sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Uh, what's his perception, please? Um, not, not great from memory. Forty. Oh, forty. Okay. Forty plus twenty. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, you you come in, you see him with the assistance from Mithan saying there, and and the um and you see this guy as described belting his way along. Um, you can throw the spear. I'm going to say that's just within range. Uh, you'll have a negative. 30 for the shot, but also yeah. but also a negative um, 10 on top of that because of using 10% to have a look around to figure out okay. what's going on. So Give negative 40. You, you will get a back attack, however. Okay. Give me a roll. Oh my gosh. 
43. 43. Uh, what is his skill with thrown spear, please? Spear throwing plus 89. Fine. Bad. Bad at all. Cool. Um, so you get a back attack. Fortunately, this guy is in uh, half cover. Um, and the range is negative 30. Get rear. Yeah. Sorry to say. Sorry to say, Demos. I mean, it was a good throw. Uh, it was a good throw. But, uh, oh, sorry. What was the roll? The roll was yeah. 43. Three. Oh, maybe that might do it, actually. No, no, not quite. Oh. Not, not. It was close. It was close. It was closer than Mathan's shot. Um, your spear goes clattering uh, over here. Okay. Or bounces off here, but the guy keeps running. Okay. Um. Next up, uh, Keros, you have basically an opportunity action. Um, mm -hmm. You waited at the door. Uh, anything else you're doing? Um, I'd like to go through pleased where um Mithon, Mithan and Demos are mm -hmm. and I can see the person running away again I'd ask for an orientation roll just to kind of get your oh can I do that yeah yep. give me a roll you've also heard Mithan say there there yeah um 86 86 what's her perception 36 yeah easy yeah you spot him no problem at all and how far away do I think he is? He is... Sorry, you've probably said. Call it 50 foot away. Okay, I am going to snap cast. Now, which one? I always struggle between, like, the fire bolt and the ice bolt. Like, one's... A uh, shock bolt, sorry. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to do an ice bolt. All right, and his back? Yeah. Go for it. Yep, I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a... So that is plus 87. Uh, 106. Wait, hang on. Is it 87? <clears throat> oh, shock bolt. Yeah, shock bolt's 106. So which one are you firing? Ice bolt. 80, 87. Yep, yep. Right. 87. Okay. It's a rear... Precious, precious. 82. Pa 82. Nice. Okay. 82. Uh, range is 50 foot. Um, he does have cover, so he's got that. However, Boo. Boo. however, um, <laughs> however, that's a, <laughs> that's a good roll. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> have we got him? Have you ever heard? Have you ever heard Alex any happier? <laughs> <laughs> the smell of blood in her nostrils. <laughs> Ice bolt in the back. <laughs> Ice bolt in the back. Um, yeah, nineteen <laughs> in an E impact. Nice Ooh, shooting. Good job. Roll the crit, please. Hang on, I've got, oh, I just got to write that down. Nineteen and an E. Nineteen E, and then the, the E's like the worst, right? Correct. Roll the crit. Okie dokie. <laughs> Ooh, 71. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please, come on now. 
71. Yep. Uh, you do him another 20 hits. Um, bam. You've hurt him. You've hurt him really bad. Um, yeah, there's a horrible crack, <coughs> cracking noise as this blast of cold just smashes into his back. Um, and he goes reeling, bounces off balustrade, and he and he doesn't look like he's running much further. But he's not dead, right? He's not dead, but he's taken a hell of a hit. Is there blood? Uh, yeah, there would be. He took another 20 hits, yeah. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> Is that uh, blood from, from, from being crushed? Yes, and that Ooh. is the end of that round. GM's going to head to the loo. Nice shot. Nice, nice shot. How yeah. are you doing for Thank power you. points, though, Karios? I'm down to 20, so I need Ooh. a good snooze, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, you can, I, think... I, could, I couldn't, yeah. Yeah, we I'd might not have them. a chance to do snoozy, I reckon. No, I'd save them for the big baddies. Okay. Shot, shot bolts are still good. But that was that was really satisfying. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I just um, I, which game was it when it was the I got it in one go the floating the floating. Yeah, that was uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. She's um, so cool. Oh. She's going to go up a level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, knowing how many enemies would be good. Um, so what's our count? We've just down... No, no, what I mean is in this room. Oh, yes. Um, oh, I have intended to, to... I did try and uh, get that to the GM last round. I wanted to shut something out, but I got bypassed. Ah, yeah. yeah. Um, so much goes on, my goodness. <laughs> no, I was going to, but... Um, no, what uh, I mean, he's got so much to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, um, yes, I will do that. Um, next round. Uh, but how many with those two down? What are we? What's our running tally? Do we know? Oh, we we're trying to keep track. Um, Did it go so in the I chat? Counted, oh yeah, I counted twenty-seven baddies, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, up to nineteen dead. So another uh, twenty twenty-one. So maybe another six uh, six baddies <coughs> plus the two uber baddies. Yeah, the right. white haired lady and Irene Chanta. So, cool. Yeah, we'll yeah. Uh, you're up. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, well, she'd like to do a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'd just like to. How is this person not dead? <laughs> That's just what I <laughs> um, <laughs> She'd like to finally kill this bloke. Sure. Um, but she'd also like to say um, two enemies in the. Just two enemies in the room. Just now, two enemies in one. the room. Yeah. That's four words. I'll give you. I'll give right. it to you. Uh, okay. I'll give it. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Two in. Two in room. Two in room. Cool. Roll the roll the attack, please. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Uh, any parry or anything I should know about this? <clears throat> no, no. I think she's sensing he's not got a lot left in the. Um. In him. That's a 17 and an E. Uh, your summation is correct. Um, roll the E just for fun. Empty five. 
another eight hits. Um, <laughs> that that blade, that sorry, that uh, strike was on the Athenoli. You stick him through the heart. It's very actually no. You you tell me. How do you want to do this? Oh, I think I think she senses that he's he's done. So I think a straightforward forward thrust straight through the heart would would do the trick. Actually, she just wants to get him down and move on. He is very 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 dead. The ethanol, nice nice work. Uh, just Ooh. just again, that is killed. <laughs> killed. Was there a cow? Was there a cow in there as well? Or was there... <laughs> Let's have a listen. Well, there's actually three. So there's three blade attacks. Here's the first. There was a cow. I thought there was. That first one had a cow. I think it's a grunt. This might be more appropriate, actually. Oh, that's that's lovely. (laughs) That was killed sixth level. Cool. All right. Next is Etienne. Etienne, you've just seen the Athenal fell this guy. What do you do? Well, I think he wants to take a, a view of the room yep. and look for some else to kill. I think he's he's probably assumed that after Nathaniel said that, probably he's intelligent enough to think there must be one more. Mm-hmm. So he's going to look around the room and then take off in, in, in the direction of the other one. Sure thing. Uh, spins rounds, got a sense of the room so far. I, I'm happy at this point. Um, yeah, not needing a an orientation roll. Uh, he looks across, ten percent action, and he sees this guy over here. Um, basically, just has bounced off the wall from Kiros's ice bolt. What do you do? All right. Well, he'll take off at top speed. Okay. Um, down the corridor, and his intention is to go down the stairs and up the up the stairs opposite, so, in case so, he does stumble on. So his route is this way, or yeah. this way. Yeah. No, no. Uh, well, whatever's quicker, I suppose. I'm assuming going across the top would be quicker, but... Yep, okay. Could you give me a running roll in his plate armor, please? 60. 60? Cool. Uh, What's his maneuvering in plate? M. Plate uh, plus 14. Oh. Plus fourteen. I don't. I don't, can't remember oh, if this was. No, I needed to modify it. It's actually plus zero. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Um. Okay. Clank, 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 clank. Um. Nice one, Etienne. You. So. Uh, half. What's his base movement rate, please? Base movement is seventy. Okay. And it'll take him. A round or so to get up to top speed. So one hundred and forty. So, I'd say what's that to there is forty, and from there is forty. Yep. Um, by the time he's he's run along here, run down the stairs, run across there, and run up again, uh, I'd give him. I'd give him kind of to there. So he's not quite a um, not quite <clears throat> a guy, but almost. All right. Next up is. Keros. Nice shooting, Keros. Very nice shooting, Keros. What do you do? Thank you. Your precious, precious precious powerpoints, just a reminder to keep minusing those. Yeah, no, I don't really want to use, so... Oh. 
I'm going to be really helpful and do nothing, if that's okay. Um, still there. One dead. Get a mop. <laughs> <laughs> Where's victory, by the way? By your feet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Can I just be really helpful and do nothing? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, just conscious of PowerPoints. Okay. For a minute. Sure thing. Uh, is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Life. What do you do? Uh, Life is going to run up and attack. Oh. Uh, distance of virtually nothing. 20, 22 foot. Or minus 20 to your roll. Give me a roll just to make sure he doesn't trip over his feet. Uh, 50. 50. Easy. Uh, and you get a rear attack. Go for it, Leif. Ah, oh, 56. So. And six. Lovely. And it is a. Definitely a rear. A rear flank. A rear. Uh, he doesn't get his DB because he can't see you coming. Um, and you're attacking with your longsword of 103, I think. 107. Seven. Uh, wham! That is a colossal 20... Well, no, it'll be more than this. Hang on. Um, 198 minus 150 is 48 divided by... It's a broad... Is it a long sword? It's long, long, sword. long sword, yeah. Just a second. Just a second. Where is my book that I thought I took out? There it is. Longsword, page 11. Okay. With a... So you do him another 10 hits, so that's a 32 and an E. Uh, and... Yep, that's an E and an A that you deliver. Let's attack. Uh, and just to check, a 48 over, divided by 10, you get an additional plus 5 to your critical. So you did 40, uh, just check that. 8 minus 150... 48 divided by 10, 4.8, run it up to 5. Yeah, you get plus 5 to this critical, to these oh. criticals. Give me your roll, please. Here's the E coming up. Oh, 92. 92 plus 5 is a 97. <laughs> that crit. That's that crit. Yeah, you've, you've read it before I have. <laughs> Strike to foe's head destroys brain and makes life difficult for the poor fool. Expires in a heap immediately. <laughs> you cut the top of his head off, Leif. Oh dear. Um, if you want to roll the E for additional hit points, you're welcome. Near the A. Yep. Yeah, give me a uh, roll. Oh my, 89. 
89, plus 5, the 94 might be faster for me to use the, you, uh, if you've got it before I have, three hits, lovely, thank you, thanks very much. Um, he collapses at your feet, life very, very, very dead. <clears throat> Double deaded. Double mm. deaded. Uh, what level, please? Sixth as well. Thanks, Kiros, for, for softening him. him up. Yeah, softening him up. <laughs> My, <laughs> pleasure. Him. My pleasure. Give him, a, give him a light barbecue before you. No, no flesh frozen. Oh, frozen. Right. Okay, we'll come, come, come out of combat and uh, we'll just go through in order of the characters on my, on my screen. We'll start with Demos. Demos, what do you do, please? So just, um, put, sorry, I always, I frequently do this. I ask what you do and then I describe. Just very quickly, <laughs> you've seen, so the, the layout of the room is similar to, well, looks, similar, looks like this. So you've come in at a, at a point where there is, just trying to think if that would be up. Yes, this is up. So the, I said these stairs go down, but actually they go up. So you'd walk up one, two, three, up to these this kind of whiter kind of colored marble. Um, you can see the columns there. There's a small garden in the center. There's the dais at the end. There's two uh, double doors here. Um, there is this man, one of these men lying dead here. And you've just seen uh, Demos, um, your companions, slay two bowmen. What do you do, Demos? And I won't interrupt you this time. Um, Demos would like to go up and grab his spear. Done? Anything yeah. Up? And, yeah. Um, uh, uh, no. Oh. I mean, probably just kind of take a look around and see if there's, I don't know, anything kind of useful or... I guess keeping keep an eye on the other door to make sure no one unsuspecting wanders in. Mm -hmm. uh, um, um, not a lot in this room. It, it appears there are some benches down here. Um, there's some comfortable areas to sit in these little uh, alcove places. Um, there's lots of books lying around, but not much, not much here. Demos, you collect your spear, you come over with your spear poised, keeping an eye on, on this door. Moving down my list, uh, Neathanel, you've just felled this guy. What do you do? Uh, shout to the room. Yep. Uh, room is clear. Sound of combat across the next bridge. Suggest we move quickly. Okay. Cool. Anything else? Anything else on top of that? Well, she'll pick up her stuff and head for the far door. Oh, um, no, it's all right. Won't bother checking the dead. It's all right. No cool. time. Cool. Uh, Leif. Uh, Leif will um, acknowledge that from the ethanol. Mm -hmm. Ask, oh, no. Um, remind Kiros about her pack. Yep. And suggest she go and get it. And then, um, yeah, would go and join Neathanel at the door, and if he's got time to, would let Neathanel know about the people waiting down at the ship. Right. Just yeah. to say, just to fill in on any information in time allowing. Yep, you've got time. Yep. Sure. Yep. Cool. Uh, Mithan. Mithan would see if Kiros wants her to go and get her pack for her. 
or go with her, um, and then would her intention would be to join them at the far end of the room. Done. Uh, Keros. Keros uh, would get her pack. She would probably ask Mithan, yep. surprisingly, to support her with that. <laughs> okay. Well, look at yeah, that, the, look at that I, development. Oh, my goodness. Mm. I feel like there's a little breakthrough there. Yeah, okay. I just love that. The, the character journey, yeah, no, yeah. and join the other team members. Thank oh. you. Uh, and it's in. Uh, yep, he heard that loud and clear. Assemble at the door, keeps the sword out, ready to roll. Cool. It's in. Join your companions, do something else, look at something, whatever you like. You want the companions? Uh, yep. uh, Demos. Demos, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, he'd, he'd go join them, spear and shield up. Okay. C- coming out. So, uh, uh, opening uh, up the... uh, sorry, just party order, just quickly. Uh, we are happy with Leif, Etienne at the front, Demos behind. Is that right? Sounds good. Um, if we're having a quick conflict, does Nathan want to go ahead to sneak, or are we just going in? I think we just go in. Awesome. Okay, yep. Cool. Don't you think? I, I'm not sure. I mean, happy, to, you know, I just, there's combat, so I think we just probably just pile How about this feel? Because this could be, this could be Ningwen, you know, every every minute, I suppose, could be Ningwen getting killed. I yes, guess. that's what I'm thinking. Uh, um, yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what she'd be, if she snuck in, she'd just report back on what she saw, I suppose. Right. I don't, you know, realistically, I don't think she's going to get, it might just waste more time. That would be my opinion. But what what the rest do you think? Having said that, Etienne does make a lot of noise. I suppose she could go on ahead. Because I suppose, because she moves quite quick anyway. Otherwise, the clanking will definitely (laughs) attract it. He's not like... um... If he's running, um, if he's running, there's a lot of noise. Right. If, if he is walking, uh, there was, I mentioned it to Pete, I think. It's quite an interesting video I saw that um, actually in, in chain, you don't make much, a heck of a lot of noise. And even in plate, um, you, you know, you can move moderately quietly. You're not, obviously, you're not going to be as, as quiet as someone who's not wearing armor. You don't, necess- don't necessarily sound like a tank coming if you're walking. If you are running, for sure. Otherwise, you know, it's not... He's not, like... It's not massively loud from Etienne. Yeah, I mean, the options are... If, look, I suppose she went on ahead. She could try and do a surprise strike on one of them. Yep. Um, think... Even if she's just a little bit ahead. Yeah, got... let's do that then. Okay, yeah. all right. How, how does Demos well, and... Kiros feel about this. I know it's not comfortable for Kiros not having huge PowerPoints, but I think... Are you alright with continuing? Yeah, 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 happy to continue. Like, we'll okay. do what we need to do. All right. Do you want to yeah. get your bow, Karius? I reckon that might be helpful. I've got my pack, right? Yes. With me. Yeah, yeah, so I've got it. Yeah. I'll get your bow out. Cause... Yeah. I always thought I was stronger with my sword, but, you know, the numbers on the page say the bow. So, yeah, yeah, well, if I can swap out sword for bow, that would be great. So you string your bow and put an arrow on the string? Place. Okay, done. Cool. All right. Um, What happens? Trot on. Trot on. Cool. So you 
hit off with Neathanel a little bit ahead. Uh, the others coming behind her. Um, Neathanel, you are, of course, visible now, as you would have realised. Um, you exit this building that you were just in, and you head across the bridge. There is nothing uh, nothing untoward on the bridge. There's, there's nothing of, of note or interest there. It's the same as this one. And you approach these um, large... Um, this, this large building, this facade that kind of comes out of the wall quite a long way, beautiful, beautiful marble, etc., built into the side of the cliff, and there are these massive doors. Both are open, and you get to see, you, you all see inside. Uh, and if you'll give the GM two seconds, he'll change the map. Uh, we'll go to this one, the screen here. Talk amongst yourselves. <clears throat> I suppose. Oh, I suppose if there was time. I suppose Leif would congratulate Nathaniel on her advanced scouting and stuff, and like, <laughs> like high, f- high fives all around, right? Yeah, high fives all around, and her back stabbing a bit. <laughs> Chest bumps, all rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Mm-mm-mm. That guy did well to stay on his feet, though, didn't he? Christ. He was going to die in 11 rounds. Yes. Um, he was dead when you cut his hand off, but... Uh, uh, hang on. There we go. should always remember to do my uh, checking. All right. I always forget where I got to. Um, so you continue on the ethanol. You, you scout ahead, uh, and will we be seeing it? Uh, just a second. No, just oh, sorry. Two, two seconds. Um, you very, very, very grandiose building. The, there's, a, if you imagine, a set of double doors here, and as you come inside find yourselves in this place um a lot of smoke uh stuff on fire as you whoops as you can see just quickly do this and spin around so you've come in through these large open doors um there's the party there that you can see um the room appears to be empty and uh, and you can see in here quite a lot of smoke and flames, um, pretty much exactly as you see there. Very, very ornate, quite beautiful, um, incredible, stunning architecture, lots of gorgeous marble and um, Baroque. Is, uh, it's probably not Baroque that you can actually see here, but, but imagine Baroque. Just a beautiful, beautiful chamber, but sadly obviously marred by, by fire and flames. What is bizarre is set into this 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 wall this or this this room appears to be set into the living rock, and without perception rolls, all of you can hear. Second sound of. Water. 
coming from this direction through here. Um, also through there is the sounds of the clank of metal and a, a distant scream. There seems to be combat and it seems to be coming through here. Any actions, please? What do you do? Oh, Anathena will go in. Okay. Uh, but she will... She'll, uh, unless anyone feels differently, um, she'll say, give her a head start. She'll try and get a, a back attack. Um... Yeah, I she'll, she'll stalk in. Okay. Okay. Any Anything else from anybody else that I should be aware of? Just weapons ready. Same party order, Etienne and Life. Oh, Demoths. Yep, and um, I, how, how, what space does Nathanel want in, between us? Well, I was just going to quick... Etienne was just going to say, look, do you want... Um, he's offered to prepare for two rounds and cast the spell that he's cast on you all before if if that was of uh, interest to everybody um, which would give um, everybody a bonus plus 10 to moving and fighting for the next seven, oh no it's only seven rounds though so it's probably a bit far out well, so then, that'd be great Maybe a bit closer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, could he prepare and walk? Yep. So, yes, you. The answer is yes, you can, but you can only walk at ten percent. So, it's pretty ineffectual to prepare and walk. You'd be shuffling along, and well behind everybody else. All right. Uh, we won't do that just yet, then, until we know what's going on. But um, no, okay. okay. Uh, and I guess we could all move to the ship, move to the entrance. Do you think? What do you think, guys? Yeah, I'm yep. in agreement. Yeah. And Nathan will say... Um, she might better get a, a, a spell or an attack in. So um, let's say, give me... What do you think, to sort of four rounds ahead? Yep, yep. Does that sound reasonable? I... If that's what she's happy with, I, if, how's everyone else feel? Yeah, yeah. If yeah. that's her comfort level, yep. Cool. yep. <clears throat> okay. All right. All right. Um, for the first little bit, Neathanol, at least... Um, no, actually, just to... Rather than slow things up, I'm, I'm going to keep everybody listening in to what I tell you, Neathanol, rather than having to repeat myself and describe things. Um, Neathanol, you... Yeah, well, firstly, uh, give me a give me a stalk row, please. Eighty-seven. Seven. Uh, and what's her bonus? Um, for stalking, one one is... five, I think. Yeah, what LV, I think. Yeah, one one five. Yeah. Oh, okay. So y- you creep off down down the tunnel. Um, it's it's relatively. Well, let's. You can't quite discern the light sources, which is interesting. Um, and the the sound of of running water, gushing water, sounds almost like a waterfall. 
is, is gets closer as, as you go down the tunnel. The tunnel goes through two or three twists and turns, and maybe two minutes, not even that perhaps, just a minute, a very short distance, walking down this, this tunnel, going through natural living rock, you come to a space where the tunnel forks. There's a right-hand turn and a left-hand turn. Um, they appear to be pretty much identical from what you can what you can see. Uh, probably the sound of water is perhaps a little bit stronger on the left, but other than that, they there's no particular um, difference between the two. What do you do, and where do you go? Do I hear the combat? Uh, no, it's gone quiet. Uh, well, I'll go the one where the water's not quite so intense, and I'll do a little line on the ground. Well, what's the ground? Okay. Um. Okay. Sorry. What? What is the? What am oh, I? Oh, sorry. On? It was the right-hand one where the, the sound is more intense. Big my pardon. So I'll go on the, the left one. Okay. Uh, what? What's? What am I walking on? Sorry. Uh, it's it's rock. Yep. Um. Just seeing if there's anything she can just uh, indicate which way she's gone. Um. Just looking at something she can just take out of her bag. Um. She's got a wedge on her belt. Hmm? Um, so she's going to just stoop as she goes and, and leave that in the way that she's gone, right in the middle of the passageway. Okay. Pointing the way that she's going. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep, sure thing. All right. And... And cre creep, creepy creep. Creepy creep, 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 creep. Done. Done and double done. So, not much further on, she comes to a point where, and again, a minute or so, even less, it's really not far, um, she comes to a point where uh, there's daylight, and she creeps down, and this is what she sees, will do. Just a second. Yeah, here we go. So that's where she's come from. And she comes out on this rock floor. And daylight, you know, the, the waning light of a, of a dying day. You know, not, as I say, just about getting on for twilight. Not not quite. Um, obviously, you can, you can just make out the picture of Etienne here. He's obviously not there. Uh... She comes to a bridge. Oops, Daisy, I just moved somebody. She, oops. So she comes out, and there is, yes, indeed, the sound of rushing water. A waterfall here. Looking above her, just quite incredible. There is a massive, an absolutely colossal glass ceiling above her. She is in some kind of 
walled garden with towering rock either side and it is huge absolutely massive and there's water running beneath underneath this bridge that you can see and more in this direction plants and gardens etc here petals coming through the um uh, through the air there and in the far distance more trees and other structures you can see what's on screen there but yes directly above her completely encased is this glass similar to the previous structure that you're in but entirely uh but but absolutely colossal and it's high easily uh two three hundred foot above her certainly more than 150 maybe 200 foot above her is this glass ceiling and it, the glass ceiling is slightly frosted and it is over this entire um this entire area in front of her she can see let me see if this is going to work uh just do this actually just in case i s spoil anything oh yeah just as well i didn't do that <laughs> oh Nathaniel's gonna have to resist the urge to smash the glass ceiling <laughs> yes um Oops, a daisy. Just coming. There we go. Yeah, here we go. So, looking... And she's not this close, of course. Um, so she's come up... She's crept up to here. The edge of this bridge. Crouching down. Over it is a selection of uh, dead people. There are a selection of people dressed in white, and those people are um, represented by by these figures here. And then there are what I would term kind of mercen mercenary types, I guess, and they're represented by that figure, kind of the knight figure. There's a, a cluster of either of dead lying on this bridge and some distance off she spots uh two people this guy here guy with a club and this woman here with a rapier and she spots some other figures through here as well and some more, more dead beyond um it's relatively quiet other than the sound of the rushing water and the waterfall there's no one in her immediate vicinity what does she do um so far, um, I suppose this place had a, a sense of symmetry about it as we've moved through all these rooms. Does she have a sense that, of, of that symmetry, the way this path is built and the way she can see through to the other side? Might she guess if she took the other corridor, she might appear in... The, she doesn't know that, but in terms of a, a kind of judging what she can see... Is it likely that the right hand would probably come to something symmetrical on the other side? And I say that by gauging her position within the larger structure, if that makes sense. Give me a reasoning roll. 50 plus, and she figures it out. Uh, 
29. 29, what's her reasoning? Not that good, I don't know. Uh, 17. She's Plus not 17. sure. Yeah, she's not sure. Maybe, right, okay. maybe not, don't know. All right, well, I think it makes... Those people are obviously facing this way, or they got their... They are facing this way. towards her. No. no, they are facing this way. Um, she's keeping low, so she... Um, she yeah, she'll back up. You know, she's crouched down, and she's reasonably in the shadows here. Um, she feels pretty confident, but at this stage, they haven't seen her. Uh, distance... Um, uh... Let's have a look. Like approximate here, maybe 140 foot away. Out of 40. Okay, um, she'll back up. Okay. Oh. And she'll move back to the junction, pick up her, put a wedge back in. Probably your companions have, have met you by this stage. Okay, well, anyway, she'll ex quickly explain mm -hmm. what she's seen and then suggest that. Uh, we just have a look the other side and just see if that's a, any better way of ingress and then say she can't hear any combat but suggest that she does the same on the other side and stays in the shadows just had a quick peek and comes back again and gives them a full report of what she can see sure thing and she uh, would stalk done um, GM is just going to head out and grab a drink uh, have a quick chat back in a sec good job I think chaps what do you think, chaps? If this is our way in... Sounds like an all-out assault, doesn't it? Yeah, or do we... Ah, uh, so, question is... Um, no. I mean, Nathanol could go invisible again and could try and... get up close and stab one if there was just one on the other side, but it would cost her power points, and she doesn't have... She's probably got enough for... She's got enough for... You know, maybe three more spells. Um, and I'm wondering if they might be better served being offensive. Yeah. Rather than rather than sneaking up on them, I don't I don't know what I necessarily gain. I think it'd be quite hard to get behind those people. She could obviously teleport the other side of them if she got closer. Uh, but again, I'm going to use up a lot of points doing that. That said, um, there will be a chance, obviously, on teleporting behind the big baddie and trying to stab her. I think save the power points. Yeah. Um, we could try bow shots, and we could try and um, shot bolt. Um, Leif could try sleep if he's within 100 foot. Yes, it's got to do. Well, um, let's try the other passage, right? Because it'd be good to know, because yeah. obviously there's a danger here that they'll run around and behind us. Yeah. Uh, but it'd be good to know if there's anything, you know, if we could get closer the other way, that's worth knowing. Yeah. Uh, potentially attack from, given it's quite a narrow passage, I mean, there's a potential of attacking on two sides. Uh, I know not don't split the party, but on the other hand, at least we would get more attacks in simultaneously doing it that way what do you think Alex and Mason yeah I mean given the kind of twisty turniness of it it seems likely you could get some bow shots in yeah um, 
Yeah. I think your I think powerpoints should be saved for offensive attacks on the yeah. on the big baddies, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, probably even more important uh, than the the per, the person we really want to kill is probably Torvash. What's the face? Irene. Uh, Irene. Irene Chonta. Quite Come the white haired lady. The white haired lady is nasty. Yeah. And she is probably yeah. A lot more powerful than us. Yeah. These are all going to be pretty tough, tough targets, right? That's level. That's our level-ish. Yeah, but they're the ones that are left behind. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really, it's going to be tricky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're going to be, we know some of them because we've met them before, right? The ones that captured us with their sticky shit. Um, uh, Assassin-like people. Yeah, yeah, true. There's going to definitely going to be some. I, I would assume I uh, taught what's her name, um, Professor Unzwick probably has a yeah. bit of magic about her. Yeah. Yep. It's a shame we haven't got more powerpoints. Yes. What else have we got? What else have we got in the can? What What else have we not used that we can use? What have we got? Magic weapons. What can we throw at these people? I mean, obviously, and the has got a potion of fog. That's a good escape, but only for her. She's got another smoke, one last smoke bomb. It's not very helpful. Blake can do fog again. Again, yeah. Um, don't know how useful, but I guess if they've got... I mean, same as that smoke bomb, right? Yeah, good if we're overwhelmed. Yeah. Because um... we're, we're incapacitated in it as well, so... Yeah, uh, Etienne has a lot of spells. He's got a plus three channeling spell adder. Um, <laughs> and he has, he's got maximum power points at the moment. So what sort of things can he do? Well, um, he's quite. A, he can give us everyone a plus ten to their, all their rolls for a limited time. Good. Um, he can do, uh, well, symbol strikes. Uh, actually, no, that point his weapon does that anyway. Um, he can do, there's no one dead, uh, he can do hold kind, human or targets held to 25% of normal action, um, he can try and calm people down, but that's not very helpful, um, he can do, yeah, I definitely think it's worth us doing that inspiring thing. Yeah. He can't do that much, actually, but I mean, at least he can give us all plus 10 on all our rolls. That's pretty handy. Yep. Lovely. Can always make the difference, that one. Yeah. Just coming, guys. Just a little bit of GM jiggery pokery. Any thoughts, Mason, as well? Have you got any special magical things you've got tucked up your uh, tunic? He does. Not his spear's <laughs> like magic, but he's not a magic user, so I don't know how helpful it is. You've got that magic uh, shield, haven't you? Yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, does that do anything, or is it just plus? I can't remember. And it's just a plus. Yeah. Um, no, there's nothing. Oh, we got we got the spork. Don't forget. Um, okay, we need we a need meal. Some, we need some soup. Uh, that's good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And will Kiros be using a bow, do you think? 
She might have to. Yep. She might have to. Yeah, put the, put the hands away and get the bow out. I do like the thought of, you know, her using a bow and people thinking, oh, you know, and then suddenly she goes back to using her shot bolt and fries people. Yeah, take that. Yeah, it's like laughing at my archery. Well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm saying that they'll laugh at her archery. But... No, that's all right. She's prepared. You know what I mean. Yep. All right. Lucky chops too. All right. Um. Okay. Cool. Okay. So. So handy. The ethanol. You come back. Hello. You come back to the the point where the corridor intersects. Um, seven. Just, uh, just one sec. Oh, yep. Uh, oops, a daisy. That's better. Um, you come back to where, where the pass path bifurcates your companions are right at that moment and they're kind of looking at your at, at the wedge that you put down right at the, the moment you, you come back you inform them of what you've seen you have a quick discussion and then what happens please so I think she'll creep on the other passage mm -hmm. carefully okay um, scout that one out Sure. Can you give me a roll for that, please? A hundred. Oh, nice. Give me a roll. Another one. Thirty. Wow. Okay. It was a very, very well-timed um, roll. And what's it? And one, one, five. Okay. Cool. Yep. All right. Uh, could you give me a perception roll too, please? Hundred. You're joking. No. Ha! Ha! So, you've had some lousy luck in the last little while, Graham. Um, yep. <laughs> those two rolls were very, very, very handy. Very handy. Roll again, please. Oh, the perception would have been masked. Yeah, that would have been masked. Never mind. Um, oh. Uh, uh, oh. Can, uh, I keep my, can I keep my roll, please? Sure. What was your roll? 100. No way. Just, just, you know, like to keep that in the back. Anyway. You just rolled three, one. Have you rigged the dice? I think I must have. Oh, <laughs> uh, look. Something called the rule of calls. Oh, so hang on. Actually, have I? Have I? Is that just a mistype? Have I just typed? I don't know. Anyway. It is saying result. Yeah. Try again. But it doesn't show that you've rolled a D100. Oh, maybe there's a mistake. Must be. Anyway. Well, you rolled a, th anyway. you rolled a 30. 
Uh, yeah, but that was after the first hundred. Okay. Um, anyway. I'm going to go with the rule of call, and that was dramatic enough to to satisfy me. Um, so what what happens... This is what happens to Nethanol as, as follows. She, she creeps down the tunnel, and she is spectacularly quiet. There is a bit of noise. There is more water this side than the other side, as mentioned. Um, but as well as her being very, very quiet and just sticking to the shadows, um, she also just has her elf eyes on this particular occasion. And... She sees him before he sees her. Well and truly, because of those amazing roles. Otherwise, it would have come down to kind of genuine luck of the dice. But in this case, you definitely see him before he sees you, and he may not even. And I'm going to say he doesn't see you for a round. Peering out of a very similar tunnel. So yes, your assumption was correct. They do seem to match up. There is a lot of symmetry here. You see the following. Well, first and foremost, there's a man in front of you, and he has a bow, a, a, a composite bow out, no, a long bow out, and he has it um, pointed in the direction of the tunnel mouth that Neathanel's coming out of. He, he happens, you just happen to fluke it at that time when he's turned his head back to look at his companions. Um, and also, you're quite in, in the shadows. So he didn't see you firstly because he turned his head away, um, looking back at his companions. And you're in the shadows. This is what the man looks like. He looks like that. And behind him, Neathanel, this is pretty much what you see. Not pretty much, this is what you see. Obviously not your own companions, so just ignore them for a second. But there is one of these guys with a bow trained on the, um, the tunnel mouth. And three of his likewise companions, um, some, well no, all, all with melee weapons out. Um, and they're not standing where they are now. They're, they're basically huddled into the, oh, is this going to allow me to, here we go. Um, huddled into the either side of the door. Um, and this guy is not standing exactly where he is as well. He's kind of taking cover here and peering around the side, crouched down, peering around the side. So so four in total, four of these men. Uh, the other three are all facing this way. So they're all facing into the garden area. The guy in front of you with the bow is the opposite of where his friends are facing. He's facing back down in your direction, so he's got his back to his companions, um, and he's crouched about here. Uh, you've just fluked at Neathanel, firstly by being incredibly quiet, secondly with your perception roll of spotting him before he sees you, and at this very second his head is turned and looking back at his companions. What do you do, Neathanel? Can I... I don't think I can take on four of them on my own. Uh, can I retreat sure without being seen yes then i'll do that okay you head back and you catch up with your companions so the guy looks like um this 
And his compa- uh, companions are dressed the same. Isn't, um, from what we've figured out so far, isn't that how the Ningwens people dress? I, I don't know. No? Oh, well, anyway, he'll explain. Yes. Well, if, if, if she explains the... Yes. Well, I mean, she'll go back and explain exactly what she's seen. Uh, and I guess she's a bit confused because she's assumed that those people from the dead people she's seen so far are the goodies, not the baddies. Oh, there's been a mixture of goodies and baddies, dead. Yes. I, I guess that's the assumption she's made, wrongly or rightly. But uh, So she'll just say to the group, look, um, there's four of them. They still seem to be trained on... A, you know, one of them's got a bow pointed this way, the others aren't looking this way, but uh, however they're dressed in the manner which... You know, and, and she just fully describes the garbs they've got on with the, the tan kind of coat and the um, brown hoods and so forth. Yeah, that kind of thing. So she describes in detail to the rest of them what they're looking like, and, and she says, well... And particularly to Mithan, who's obviously seen these people march in. Mm. Mithan, are they the are they the dress of the people who are attacking or defending? Mithan's opinion is that those are the people who are defending. Right. So unless those they, are, they those make... are Ningwen people, because the other groups of people that she saw, the the timing of the groups of the people she saw were an eclectic lot of mercenaries, assassins, and then the two big baddies, and that was. No uniform, whereas the other ones, these were they, were they were all in uniform, these guys. So and those the, are the goodies. And on the, the the chap that I saw on the other passage, Chris, hmm. he was dressed more like a mercenary, correct? Yeah. Well, uh, he, had a big, he had a big mercenary across his front. Yeah, well, th- this, <laughs> this is what he looked like. Um, hang on, we'll take you back here. And by the power vested in me, uh, here we go. Let's hope this works. And a boom... Yeah. So there were two of them. Whoops. Uh, let me just just gonna bring you down. Oops. So Daisy, no. Can't uh, move it down any further. Um, yeah, that's that's him, and that's that's her. You can make them out. I can't really. They're just shadows. But um... uh, I might be able to help. Hang on a sec. Um, Hang on, I can help. Just uh, give me a second. This will take a tick. Uh, so she looks like that. Oh, yeah. And he looks like... Where is he? 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 Looks like that. Mm. Friendly. Yeah, he looks more like a baddie. That's <laughs> more like it. <laughs> uh... I believe we'd have a dis- we had a description from the Twilight Party of the people who... Ningwen. Mm. Bit weird and though, isn't it? They're just mingling though. <laughs> who are? Well, as you described, like the three, the four that are dressed in the same outfit as the guards, and of course they could have got dressed up, uh, are just mingling. They're not really doing anything. What were they doing, Chris? They were just looking the other way, weren't they? Uh, they looks like they're taking cover. You would say. So these three. Uh, okay. So these three here. Oh, all right. These three here, one, two, three, are all crouched out of the way. They're not exposing themselves, and they're they're trying to, yeah. Uh, and you're catching a glimpse of of some people kind of milling around over here, and right. this guy here is kind of, is is kind of not kind of. He is crouched 
here behind here taking cover and glancing nervously over his shoulder back in this direction as well right I'm just going to pop to the bathroom but uh, I'll let you guys discuss Them right for clustering together, but I reckon we should approach. I reckon those are those are goodies. We should get on their side if we possibly can. I agree. For the viewers out there, I I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the best person to talk? Etienne. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> if Etienne's willing to. Oh, he has got oh, that life. charm spell. Well, life's pretty charming, is he? Life has got, has got a charm skill. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Etienne could do something. Yeah. Just got to avoid being shot. Well, disarm and hands up, right? Have you got your armour on? <laughs> yes. We'll just leave there a sword go. behind, right? Uh, well, I think he'd put it sheet it probably, wouldn't leave yeah. mine. Um, right, well, he could do that. He could... Um, he could do a calm down. That was <laughs> a very uh, spell. Are you listening to Taylor Swift? No, that was a really... That, that accent came out really badly. That was meant to be a scasser. Calm yeah, down. Yeah, I think I'll do a, a calm, calm down, mate. Right. Uh, so he'll he'll sort of go up the. I think he may as well. Yeah. Okay. He'll do a calm. He'll he'll sneak up. Oh, yeah. Does he have to see the person though? Presumably he does. Uh. The range is a hundred foot though. FM. What's that mean? Uh, it's a force spell. So the guy gets a resistance roll. Right. Alright, I'll try it. What happens? So, he will be led by Neathanol back up the passage. Um, and the rest of you guys, how long is the passage? I, I mean, I said it was a matter of a minute or so. It's not long. A um, few hundred feet, if that. Okay. Not, not well, the others, Um So, I guess he'll... Nathan will guide him and then just Nathan will indicate where if he moves around the next corner he'll be in sight Uh, and then he will really slowly move his head up and then glance at the guy and then pull his head back in again but obviously he's as far away back as he possibly can be so the distance the, the far away back as he possibly can is a distance of 60 foot right um, and if he if he did a, 
I suppose before we do that, he'll prepare um, for the full, he... full whack. Yep. Um, he put his helmet on. Oh, okay. no, I can't. He's got. Um, I can't do that. Um, I guess if he did a quick kind of look up and look back again, could he then cast? Uh, there's a corner that he'd have to come. Hang on, I'll show you. I'll, I'll show you on the map. Um, right. Is he? Another question is: Is he stalking? Well, you know, best he can. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's see if just before we resolve the situation with Etienne, anybody else uh, doing anything else that I should be aware of? Uh, yes, I think the rest of us. Um, so there's room for us to wait up this tunnel. Yes. Yep. So we so we don't want to wait in the fork. Of the, you know, the, so we would follow Etienne and Nathanel a little way up the tunnel, you know, a safe amount up the tunnel, so we're perhaps out of sight from the fork, but not imposing on the next situation. Yep, okay. Is that, is that possible? Yeah. Yep, yep. Also, uh, keep an eye behind you, just in case. Of course, yes, uh, definitely. Let's just check, actually, I said 60 foot, but let's just check the distance. So from the tunnel mouth... ...to here... That's uh, 40 foot, big one, pardon. Yep. Um, so, okay, so there's a reasonable chance, Etienne, that this person may have... Well, you can try You can try a stalk if you wish. To you. Well, may as well. Okay. I mean, it's better than nothing. But he's not going to stick his head out, you know. If he thinks he's being noisy, then he won't bother, but... Uh, shit roll, 11. So that's he's making a racket. Good to know. Um, <laughs> and does he have a stalk skill? No. Okay, negative 25. Um, yeah, fair to say, you know... He's clanking. Well, yeah, but as mentioned, he's not. it's not going ballistic, but yeah, he's making some noise. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so when he's in position, can he just... Can he do a kind of head out, head back again kind of thing? Yes. Yes, he can. Uh, I'll just do that. Okay. Uh, could you give me? Could you give me? Um, please give me an initiative roll. So D one hundred plus your um, quickness bonus. So what's the situation there? When if in that you know, in terms of how dangerous is that? my reckoning you would you've kept your body you know other than your head um completely protected so you'd have a massive cover bonus but you're 40 foot away with a person with a bow trained on the uh on the on the place that you're coming there is a chance he could shoot you mm. or or just as an option guys i could nathanel could use her mind voice ring What do we think? It's once per day, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon. Interest of getting stuff done. Yeah. Yeah, all right. She'll do that then. I don't think it's worth the risk, Chris. Okay. 
getting the arrow in the head for nothing. Okay. Uh, so Neathanol, when she's back in position, will just do a mind voice on the guy with the bow. And okay. and and say, do not be alarmed. Um, what oh, we'll, what we'll, play, we'll play it out. Play it what? out. Okay. So Neathanol and, and Etienne swap. Um, for the mind voice, we haven't been rolling for this, have we? We haven't asked for a roll. No, we haven't. There hasn't been a roll for the spell to be used. Uh, God, I wish I could remember. I don't believe it's we. Yeah, it's an item. Yeah, I think so. So, could could you give me a roll, please? Only a one or a two, and the spells for the spell fails. Oh, would ninety-eight be right? That's fine. Um, great. So, um. What's the description of the spell? What's the description of the item? Uh, it's one she's moved several times before. Well, true, uh, true, uh, but with people she knows and people she can, can can communicate with, I'm wanting to know... Yeah, I am wanting to know the description of the spell. Uh, okay. I will try to find it. Is it called... Is it just called Mind, mind Voice? Mind right. Voice True, I think it is. Um, Might be able to beat you to it. Alright. But, but keep looking. Uh, no, it's not my voice. True, it's 100 foot. So, uh, cast may mentally speak with any thinking being. May mentally speak. With any thinking being. Yeah, got it. Mentally speak. How, how would you guys define mentally speak in a, in a language or just communicating ideas or what that's a philosophical word <laughs> <laughs> I read somewhere else recently that because it's mind to mind yep. the mind communicates in concepts so not language alright I'm happy uh, to go I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure I saw that in another spell description somewhere All I right. can keep looking but yeah, yeah. I, I'm happy to go I'm happy to go with, with that okay cool um is there any kind of is it a FM spell? Is there any is there any resistance to this? You've never had to do a resistance before because you've been speaking to people who want to speak to you. But um, the description it is FM. It is FM. Okay. Yep. So um, you rolled on. So actually, that ninety eight that you rolled is really important because he will get a resistance roll on blocking out the voice or hearing the voice. Um, however, you rolled a ninety eight, which is okay. Uh, so I go again. Uh, no, no, not for not for this. Um, yep. Okay. Um, fair to say you can communicate with them. What what do you communicate? Uh, basically that we are uh, reinforcements. We've come up behind. We are uh, not going to attack you, which is why I'm taking care to speak to you now. Otherwise, you know, uh, so we are not here to attack. Uh, we are here to support. Can you, uh, if you drop your, uh, lower your bow, we will join with you. Who? Uh, it's communication. It's both ways, isn't it? Or is it just one way? Uh, it says caster may mentally speak with any thinking being. It doesn't say anything about speaking back. Right. Okay. Well, I don't know. What does that mean? Speak with. What does that mean? Is that backwards and forwards, or is it? It is, isn't it? It's not speak with. It does tend to infer this two way, doesn't it? 
I would have thought speak to is talking one way to someone, but speaking with yeah, is good. collaborative. Well said. Yeah, well spotted. Yep, cool. Okay. Um, so first and foremost, he didn't block... The, he wasn't able to block the spell, not with a roll of a 98. Uh, and he, he he just says, who... What are you doing in my head? Who are you? What do you uh, mean reinforcements? We are, we are here to help. We are coming to help. But what I don't want you to do is shoot me. Do you understand? Who are you, sorcerer? What are you doing in my head? And, um, you know, he's clearly spooked. Yeah, who no, are, I understand. Who are you? Friends of Ningwen. Friends of Ningwen have just arrived on this island. And have just happened to arrive at the same time as these bastards are assaulting us. Yep, that's correct. And by bastards, we think we mean you mean the UPP, yes? Uh, how? Who's we? How many of you are there? Uh, there's a small band of us. Uh, there's just uh, there's six of us, but we're here to help and join your forces. How many of you are there left? Uh, here, there's there's only four, but but we've got them pinned down. Our companions are up on the heights, and we're at a stalemate. They can't go any further. We can't go any further. We've got them pinned okay. down with bowmen. Um, I think with our companions, another 10, 15. But they're up on a place that they can't get to easily. How do we know... How can we? How on earth can we trust you? That's a good point, my friend. Um, you, I guess you only have my word. Although I would add, why would I be bothered trying to <laughs> talk to you? Uh, uh, you know, I, I don't... What I want, don't want you to do is for you to shoot me. Uh, but I am... We are here, here to help... Um, perhaps we are friends of people who visited Ningwen some weeks ago. You perhaps will remember them. Uh, six people came to Ningwen and yes. she, she took them in. We are their companions. Ningwen asked, you may, I don't know if you were aware of this, but Ningwen asked that we come here. She specifically requested that we visit her. We have landed on the island. We've seen you're under attack and we're here to help. And he and he will. Uh, Nathan will give their pseudonyms that she might they might have given when they arrived. Yes, I, I, I saw the six strangers that came last time. One of them was rumored to, rumored to be related to Ningwen. You're speaking of Tenya. Yes, uh, she's from Jebi Rima, and her father was very friendly. Is very friendly with Ningwen. His name was Lawson Anastasia. You 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 met Tanya Anastasia, his daughter. We are compatriots of those. And we are here to help. You have my word. Let me speak to my... Comp we're under attack at the moment. Yes, uh, I, I'm, we're, we're just behind you, but I don't want to, to be shot, my friend. <laughs> Let me speak with my companions first. And you hear him yell in... Uh, ooh, what would it be? Um... South tongue. Does anybody speak South tongue? Uh, hang on. Mithan does. Heros doesn't. Okay. Are you talking about the rest of the group? If we could, we'd be able to hear him yell. 
Uh, yes, does Neathanol in the first in the first instance? Yeah. Neathanol does not. Okay. Uh, Etienne, however, uh, does not. Okay. Debronic. So um, this this guy here, um, his he breaks off kind of mental. This man here who you're speaking to breaks off mental communication with you, um, and. says something that Neathanol doesn't understand to all three uh, this man creeps back and, he, and you notice as he walks back he's constantly checking over his shoulders looking behind him um, and they have a, a whispered conversation um, and then 30 seconds later the guy with the bow calls out something again and uh, this is spoken and of course you can't understand it now the ethanol okay uh, he, uh, uh can i still speak to him yes using mine yes uh in which case i say sorry i don't understand your language friend was that what 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 does what are you inviting us to do y you we have seconds you know minutes before they attack again okay come down towards us with your hands up and weapons any weapons sheathed and parlay okay all right well uh i think she'll okay she'll indicate for etienne's charm got the charm and he's got the armor so she'll send etienne in initially okay um he'll do he'll put his hands up and he'll yep. walk down okay so they they see him this man here has a sword and shield out stands to one side um this guy has a bow trained on etienne uh etienne what do you do or say please so full-on charm he will explain exactly what, what neathanol just said what language oh god he hasn't got language he? um he'll try several he'll try a thebronic he'll try westron okay let's and he'll try Elbathon and whatever Tart Telman is. I don't know. I think. Okay. Um, give me a roll, please. Seventy. Seventy. What's his charm? Uh. Plus 73. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, so Etienne comes out, hand, hands up, um, comes down, and he starts kind of going through his, his languages. Uh, um, they don't seem to understand Westron, but this guy here and one of the other, one of the other guys here... Um, well, not, actually, they're probably not involved in the conversation because this is whispered. You're not shouting this. Um, does seem to understand some Thebronic. What do you What do you say, Thebronic? Reiterate what he uh, Neathanor had said, really. So, exactly why they're coming? They are allies of Ningwen. Uh, they were asked to visit her. We see you're under attack. Can we help? Um. This this guy here, who seems to be in charge, says something to this guy, 
And the guy with the bow says to Etienne, describe quickly the six companions that came to Ningwen. So he'll give a description of uh, a very tall Arab lady, a very bulky, blonde-haired swordsman, an elf bow person who I think fought off some of the creatures that came into your kitchens. Um, hmm. uh, a, and he'll describe, give a rough description of Nicholas uh, and, and the rest of the party. So, and Grey, a man often stripped, uh, a, a beastmaster stripped to his waist, uh, always got his nipples out. Etc. <laughs> um, Etc. Et I'll give a full description of each one and their hair color and their eye color and all the rest of it. Okay. And which one of those was this woman Tanya? Was the last question. T- Tanya is a, a, an elf maiden. She is the one who you would have seen with a bow. Her name is Tanya Anastasia. She is Lawson Anastasia's daughter, who is an old friend of of your mistress Ningwen. Uh, they, they were known to each other. Uh, I, I I know that Tanya was very emotional when she was here, seeing an old friend and having learned of her father's death. Okay, so so that seemed to do it, and also the seventy that you rolled on profits of seventy five. Um. So the guy that you can communicate with the, the Bowman says, "We have, we have to risk it." Uh, bring your companions forward. You said there are some more. Um, tell them to come out with their hands up and their weapons sheathed and let's speak gets friend okay so uh, Etienne will jog back uh, let Neathanel know and tell them exactly what has happened and tell them to come out with their weapons sheathed and their arms free of their weapons and he seems to think that they've believed him that that we are allies okay Uh, uh, sorry before he does Etienne says to the guy you know there's a passage that goes the other way around here and there are two mercenaries on the other side? We assume they're everywhere. I'm letting you know they could come behind. Anyway, anyway, he goes on. I'll get my companions. Okay. Um, anything other, other than coming forward, assuming you do, any anything that characters do, do, don't do, anything I should know about? No, just... just follow their instructions okay. okay i assume we can keep our bows strung but arrows away yes be, yep. Yeah. yep so so these guys um oh, sorry demos and keros any any actions anything i should know about no keros will just stay with the team yep yeah okay um so the the, the party comes forwards as you know weapons are hands up weapons weapon sheath etc I mean, these four men are very much on edge, clearly. Um, the, the two here come back and come back, some way back down the tunnel and have a conversation with you. Who, who, spe- who here speaks either South Tongue or Thabronic, please? Nathan speaks South Tongue to five. Mm-hmm. Leif speaks Thabronic to five. Okay. Nathan um, knows Thabronic to four. Etienne knows Thebronic to eight. Okay. Oh, you must know Thebronic to six. Sorry, sorry, Alex. <laughs> um, yeah, Demos is Thebronic to six and South Tongue to three. Okay. All right. So, so uh, enough of you can either follow along or contribute to the conversation. Um, and the conversation goes. Uh, Oops, a daisy. Um, 
goes as follows um after you know suspicions who who are you etc uh the um the guy with the sword and shield uh whose name is dagron um explains in a hurried tone so you can see over here and he points there's a collection of swordsmen and spearmen they've already tried rushing us once um they killed two of our companions here there and you see these four men are ducking uh and kind of hiding down behind here so they're not standing where they are just simply where the tokens are um there's suddenly as speaking there's kind of a whiz and a crack and you see here a crossbow bolt come in and nearly strike one of these guys that's why they're taking cover so and every now and then an arrow or a crossbow bolt kind of comes in around this area here so the 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 two gentlemen who are hiding here are taking as much cover as they can but are coming under bow fire he says there are there's several bowmen in and around here one two three a few more perhaps um there's four spearmen or, or swordsmen on the bridge and you can just make out he says over there where quite a battle took place up on the heights and you can see just up here are some of our men and they've pinned down a group of these swine on a small island over here there's several of them um including we think our mistress over here that was the last we saw of her she she drank something out of a a decanter that she's had in her room for some time and was not looking well when we last saw her some 10 minutes ago our bowmen managed to get up on the heights up here and have basically got this area here pinned down they're good shots and anybody coming to or 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 throw 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 um is definitely with within their within their range further on and further up the back of the water gardens we think there are definitely some more of these scum quite a quite a few more so they are separated we have some here in front of us there are some over uh by the bridge that you you mentioned over here there are some on this island <coughs> we think with our mistress the last time we saw and there are some further up the back but they are separated our bowmen have have everybody locked down and are able to pick off anybody with pretty accurate bow fire that comes into this area here but we've had a stalemate for the last five six or so minutes what do we do and um, when they ask that question two questions well a comment from the gm he's going to head out and get yet another drink second question is it's 2 30 um i'm happy to keep going i'm happy to wrap it up have a talk have a chat and uh jim will come back in a second i won't be able to continue i've got um friends yeah here, so i'll head off but cool I, nice to have some I, I, yeah i reckon it's a good place to us to think about what to do next right mm -hmm. maybe we jump on the back channel and come up with a plan yes maybe we get yeah. yeah maybe it would be good to get another explanation again just to 
Oh no, I suppose we can watch the video once it's posted, actually. Yeah, but it sounds like to me that other passage is a good good way in, right? So, because we can take the two out on the other side, and then the, there'll be the bowmen, they'll actually be positioned between us and our new friends. Yep. So we can, you know, classic well, pincer, at, pincer movement. Well, if, if the bowmen are being able to pin them down, then yeah, well, if we at least go and take those two that are standing out where we can get a clear shot, take yeah. those two down. And then... The thing is, we want to be able to give the message to the bowmen that we're friends. Ah, uh, yeah, we wouldn't want to advance before that, but I mean, we can... We could take those two out initially, and then, you know, and then obviously it, we might be able to fire upon the bowmen who are, have got them pinned down here. Does that make sense? So sort of just take them out from bits and pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chris, we, a few of us have got to go. So are we wrapping up there, guys? I think so, yeah. It'd be handy. Uh, I think it's a good sort of place to mm -hmm. leave it to. Oh. Very good. Does that work for you, Mason? And yep. Yep. Alex? Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, Chris, would it be possible to get a kind of, uh, I don't know if it's some sort of overview of where we are, you know, so we can think about it? Yeah. I'll, I'll send you through... Like, uh, 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 like a top-down view yeah. of, of what you can, of what your mm, characters know. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Thank you. Okay. Cool. That was fun. Oh Thank you. It was really cool. Good to an, an advance. Yeah. Feels that yeah, was great session, game. Excellent. Yes, that was so good. I feel like we've 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 made lots of progress. <laughs> yes. It's cool. All right. Tune in. Tune in this time. Next time. Next time. When, when is when, when is next time? Let's have a look. Is it is it this Wednesday? I can't remember. Is it? I think it is. Cool. Is it? <laughs> well, yeah, Abby, you just say it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. I have it. I say like, I have it in my calendar. Twenty third. Twenty third. Yes, it is this Wednesday. Tune in this Wednesday. Amazing. Nice one. Cool. Uh, can I just say uh, Vader to um, Neathanol for that? Ambush strike and the sneaking. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about the uh, ice bolt? Great. The ice bolt was was fantastic. The ice bolt. But was it wasn't fantastic. a clean kill, though, was it? Well, I mean... but but also, but uh, yeah, it was it was great. But just uh, you know, it was the. Uh...